Welcome to the Steve Travelly Show on demand. Don't forget to follow this show so you never miss a minute. What the hell are you doing here? From the streets of Union City to your nighttime radio. And just like that, it's Thursday night in New Jersey. Steve Trevelis, you and me, hanging out till 11 o'clock. We got so much going on tonight, you're not going to want to go anywhere. Yeah, you're going to have to work really fast to make a sandwich during the commercials. And we got the, the Moots of New Jersey. We got the Moots winner, the Moots Madness winner from uh, Jersey Sandwich Joints and Jersey Pizza Joint. Massimo's is coming in at 910. We'll talk about all things on Mozzarella. We'll talk about the best bar bands in New Jersey, where they are, where you can go see them. And if you're going to see them down the shore, brace yourself. There was an episode of The Sopranos, if you remember, when um, Meadow had thrown a party at her grandmother's house. The grandmother died. The house was sitting there. She has a party. The party gets busted. Tony and Camilla find out. And the scene, they're laying in bed. And Tony says to Camilla, so what are we going to do when she figures out there's nothing we can do? And that's where we are in New Jersey when it comes to uh, what's going on at the Jersey Shore. Uh, kids are running amok because they can and they know they can. And they know there's not a damn thing police can do about it. Thanks to a law that Governor Murphy signed, uh, which makes it a violation, second degree violation of civil rights uh, on the officer. Should he uh, bust a kid for marijuana or uh, alcohol? And the fine is punishable by up to $15,000 in fines, five years in prison. Uh, For example, an officer accused of detaining a person longer than necessary to investigate a complaint, which is a subjective determination in many cases, may be sentenced to three to five years in prison and a $1,500 fine. Uh... We had uh, NJ State PBA president uh, Pat Colligan on the other night talking about it. And he said, you know, first of all, he said, and it's on NJ1015.com. I wrote it. Uh, normally, you know, back in, back in the day when this would happen, the police would pick up the kid. If they saw a kid who was drunk, they saw a kid who was stoned, they pick up the kid, they take him home to the parents. And that'd be it. Now... They weren't even allowed to tell the parents. Then they got that changed. Uh, Governor Murphy apparently signed this 300-page bill in 20 minutes. He only had 20 minutes to look at it, signed it real fast, but never went back and revised it. And now we're seeing the repercussions of it. And the repercussions of it are Ocean City Police responded to nearly 1,000 incidents on Memorial Day weekend. Teens and adults are affected by the drastic changes. And they're at the point now where, you know what? We're going to close the beach at 8 o'clock. That's it. To any age, no matter what. Seaside Heights, after several TikTok videos, recorded large crowds on the boardwalk and several arrests. Uh, The police chief, Tommy Boyd, said uh, it was busier than normal with teens screaming and yelling on the boardwalk. 
You know, they were at 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock in the morning, he says. You got kids. I got nothing to do with it. The kids definitely took over the boardwalk, but it was all high school. Boy tells New Jersey 101.5 because they can't get busted. They can't get in trouble. And the reason they can't get in trouble is because this law needs to be changed. Enter Senator uh, Anthony Bucco and Senator Declan O'Scanlan, who is going to be calling me in a few minutes, sponsoring legislation S-642 that will remove criminal liability for law enforcement officers who have an investigative encounter with an underage person for possession of alcohol or cannabis unless civil rights are violated. Now, we don't want anybody's civil rights violated, but we also don't want the law to be misinterpreted. We don't want kids feeling that they can't get in trouble for anything that they do. Because what's happening is the reaction of the town, kids are being punished because they can't go out at night. Because they're not going to have any memories. Because they're not going to get to be kids. Because they're going to be strapped to their parents. Parents don't want this. My son Albert's in the studio. You think he wants to hang out with me all night? He's right here. You think he wants to hang out with me all night? Albie, go over there. Get on the micro. I'm telling you. My son, uh, my son, the quarterback. <laughs> See? Now, now, get on the mic. There you go. Say hi, Albert. Say hello to nice people, Albert. How you doing? There he is. There he is. All right. Now, come on. If they, they Now, the way the law is now at the shore, right? See, see our city has a 10 o'clock curfew. That means you got to be home at night at 10 o'clock at night. That means, like, you want to be hanging out with your parents at 10 o'clock at night? Nah. Nah, 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 nah. And then, not only that, but, like, uh, during the day, right, uh, the beaches are going to be closed at 8 o'clock in Ocean City. You know, you get punished. You got the curfew. You go to the mall. You have to be with your parents. I love hanging out with you. But you got to be off on your own. You got to have memories. You got to have things to do, stories to tell. And uh, we're just not in this situation. So 1-800-283-101.5 is the number. Uh, here's the question. You know, do we need to change this law or are you happy with it? Do you think this is a good thing? Governor Murphy uh, got to see this for a 300-page bill that he signed in 20 minutes and it was never amended. Why? Why can't this be changed? Right now... People are getting punished. Kids are getting punished. Adults are getting punished. Kids are getting punished because they're not given the freedom that they would want to be able to go out and have a good time. Parents are getting punished because the kids are home. Not that we don't like hanging out with our kids, but again, I know what it was like to be a kid. You know what it was like to be 17, 16, 17, 18. You don't want to be home at 10 o'clock at night. You don't want to be kept out of the mall. Once upon a time, the malls were an attraction for kids. Once upon a time, there are arcades, a place we can go, hang out. There's no place to go anymore. And we make it more and more difficult. One of the things that make it more and more difficult is the fact that the kids are unruly when they get there. And you know what? It's not a pandemic thing. I mean, it's a pandemic thing in that, okay, well, I've been cooped up for a couple, of, you know, for a year or two. Now it's time to let them out and have a good time. Okay, but you don't let them out have a good time and then remove any kind of law enforcement, which is what happened. Kids are out, but they can't be controlled. And you need to be, there needs to be control. There needs to be law and order in any kind of society, for kids, for adults, for anybody. So when you're taking that away, you have this. And here you have Ocean City, you know, with a thousand incidents over the Memorial Day weekend. Seaside Heights, name the shore town, inundated. 
Municipal officials at Seaside Heights are going to be monitoring the crowds to get an idea of how the rest of the season will go. So they're going to ruin the shore. And if you go down the shore, if you have a house down the shore, how do you feel about this? 1-800-283-101.5. Should we give the police more power when it comes to dealing with minors? Should we give them the chance to go through, you know, and again, what do they mostly do? They would drive the kid home. But what's going to happen, you know, as Pat Culligan said, it's going to take some senator's daughter getting really hurt before change is made. Does it have to get to that point? And uh, the conversation I had with Pat Colligan is on NJ1015.com. And uh, Senator Bucco heard it and sent this bill. And Senator O'Scanlan is on it with him. And he's going to be calling in just a few minutes. So uh, 1-800-283-101.5. Your thoughts. Are you planning to go down the shore this weekend? Would this change your plans to go down the shore? Are you thinking like, I don't want to go down the shore and deal with this. I'm going to go someplace else. If you own a business down the shore, how do you feel about it? 1-800-283-101.5. I'm Steve Trevelace. He's New Jersey 101.5 Fast Traffic. And it's on New Jersey 101.5. Steve Trevelace. 1-800-283-101.5 is the number. Go to nj1015.com. Check out my conversation with Henry Winkler. We talk about the Barry finale. And uh, I got a fundraiser going to be doing in Glassboro this Saturday night. It's up there as well. The best places for day trips in South Jersey. Uh... If they involve the Jersey Shore, look out, because kids are descending on the shore knowing that no matter what they do, they can't get in trouble for it. Because if they do get in trouble for it, the cop could end up going to jail. This is where we are in New Jersey. And uh, Senator Declan O'Scanlan from the 13th District, along with uh, Senator Anthony Bucco, have come up with a bill uh, that would uh, make it easier for the cops to uh, provide law and order at the shore and all over New Jersey. And he joins us right now. Senator, how are you? Steve, I'm well. How are you? Thanks for having me. Can you believe we're having this conversation? We're like it's like we're in the twilight zone. Well, look, not only can I believe it, Republicans predicted it. We said when the Democrats did their ridiculous, outrageous modifications to how police will treat underage use of alcohol and cannabis when we legalize cannabis, we said you are asking for a nightmare. You're asking for chaos. The police need to be able to interact with underage folks. Otherwise, exactly what happened this past weekend is going to happen. And by the way, I'm stepping out from a, a dinner with a beautiful young lady to, to talk to you. It's, you're one of the very few people I would... <laughs> I am honored. Uh, I am honored. <laughs> I, I've got a great Chinese meal sitting for oh. getting cold while I'm talking to you. That's the kind of guy you are, Senator. You know, others would say, screw Steve. You? I'll put the meal on hold. I got to talk about this. Uh, uh, We do, because it's crazy. And Republicans predicted it. And exactly what we predicted is happening. There were two things that, well, several, but uh, one thing, they, they stopped police from even talking to the parents of underage kids who they who they see uh using uh either cannabis or alcohol that they're not supposed to be using it stopped them the original law stopped cops from even talking to the parents that's how crazy it was so the democrats half fixed it by saying they could talk to the parents but they still left in the prospect for police that they could be charged criminally if they 
detain someone or, or take too long to, to interact with them. It's a very amorphous thing. So right now, what are the police doing? And you can't nothing because they don't want to put their career at, at risk. And it's not the cops fault. No it's the law's fault. No. Uh, so what, what Senator Bucco and I would do is right now we have a bill that would remove this deprivation of civil rights nonsense and the prospect of a cop being charged criminally and serving time just for interacting with a young person uh, who is in possession of a substance you're not supposed to have. Uh, and I'm going to introduce legislation that would take us all the way back to the draconian days uh, before we legalized cannabis, where if a cop encountered kids with alcohol or with cannabis, they can detain them. They can talk to the parents. They can look. If my kids are caught, my underage kids are caught with uh, alcohol or or marijuana. We, we talk about harder drugs. I definitely, you want that interaction. But right. I want to know about it. It's sure, bad. I want some interaction. And you have a right to know about it. I think I do. That's yeah. exactly right. So I'm going to introduce legislation, probably Senator Bucco as well, that would take us all the way back to those draconian days when, by the way, we didn't have kids wilding on our boardwalks. Uh, they know they can get away with it. They do. And if you read the statute now, it is it is amazing. You read it, and it's paragraph after paragraph tying the cops' hands. They have to give not one warning, not two warnings, but essentially three warnings and do nothing. It is really insane. And look, it goes along with how Democrats do things, right? If some is good, more is better. Well, mm. we're relaxing cannabis laws. Let's just eliminate, you know, any any sense of of uh, of civil control of underage use. It's it, like if the Democrats were, were legislating um, the culling of trees for a fire break, they'd say, look, we can eliminate forest fires by cutting down all the trees. That's how they do it. <laughs> Uh, and this is an example of that. And now we have complete and other chaos. Uh, it's if, if we had known that this was going to come with the legalization of marijuana, we never would have voted to legalize marijuana. You know, well, look, we had no idea. The way they did the legalization of marijuana, there's a whole batch of this isn't the only flaw. The whole tax structure is also a problem. And one of the reasons why I voted against legalization, uh, they, they just it's it's always an extreme and there's never a half measure, and they're always trying to outdo other progressive states. And it makes for really bad law that that ends up – if you look at the uh, uh, tax structure that we have, we will not eliminate the black market for marijuana. We'll perpetuate it. Yeah. And we'll have to go back in and redo it. Uh, but this uh, that we're talking about tonight uh, is just another flaw in, in the Demo how the Democrats handled uh, legalization of marijuana. And they, they relaxed even with, with alcohol. Well, let me ask you this, though. When the bill was signed, like I had uh, Pat Culligan on a couple of nights ago, and he said that, you know, it was a 300-page bill. Murphy had 20 minutes to sign it. He did. They went back in to amend the parent notification. Why can't we just go back in? Like, you're posing this bill. This is common sense. Why wasn't this done originally? I don't understand. Do we not trust the police? Do we think that the police are are racist against our kids? I mean, I don't understand where this whole well, idea came from. The answer to that is the people behind the bill, yes, they, that is exactly the motivation. They felt, and look, there is an argument. The, the, the minorities are picked up more frequently for these attractions, and that's a problem. Right. But it isn't an argument to eliminate 
law and order. You, you fix that problem. You don't eliminate law and order and, and go completely the other way. That's what they've uh, done. But, but it is. But that was the fear. Now, look, again, 99.99% of our cops are, are fantastic people in it for the right reasons, behaving reasonably, and, and they ain't racist. We have sort of some of the Democrats, many, too many, believe that our cops are bad people. And we need to turn that ship. And they, portray, they portray that to New Jersey. It Senator, is. I got to hit the news. But I hope this goes by S-642, remove the criminal liability for law enforcement officers who have an investigative encounter with an underage person for possession of alcohol or cannabis unless civil rights are violated. The beauty of this, it will restore the beauty to the shore and and for businesses. And it would just, you know, get us back where we need to be down there. Well, they won't need these these draconian uh, uh, restrictions on the beach at night and uh, curfews, we could fix this. It's not hard. Democrats just need to agree. They screwed up and and, and enable us to fix it. If it's anybody easy. can do it. If anybody can do it, you can. Thank uh, you, my friend. I appreciate it. Senator Declan O'Scanlan, thank you so much for coming on. 1-800-283-101.5. Bobby, hang out. Your thoughts. It's uh, 7.30. They have a rodeo in Piles Grove. Did you know that? Uh, New Jersey weather brought to you by At Home Recreation. We're all trying to save money during these hard times. How about spending time at home in your new pool or spa from At Home Recreation? Make memories at home in your new backyard pool right now. Get up to 60 months, 0% financing. Visit athomerecreation.com. More and more people are going to be staying at home. We're going to go down the shore. You have all kinds of... Uh, kids destroying the place and can't get in trouble for it because the cops are powerless to do anything about it and the kids know it and there were a thousand incidents in Ocean City and they're saying, screw it, we're closing the beach at 8 o'clock. CL City, 10 o'clock curfews. What do we do about this? Maybe give the police more power and not threaten them with going to jail for five years uh, for a violation, a second degree violation of third degree violation of civil rights. Bobby is in Burlington on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Bobby. Hi, how are you, man? Good, how are you? It's always been illegal for the cops to question a minor without their parent or representative for them. That has always been the law. The cops have just always overstepped that line. I was a little badass kid. Trust me. I tore up and down the whole shore. Seaside, Manasquam, Belmore, Point Pleasant. The problem is is kids today always take shit to the next level, just like when we were kids. Hey, you cannot curse a lady. No, right? Come on. I know people get comfortable here, but not that comfortable. That's that's all me. Sorry. Like, you see what I'm saying? Like, I, I do, but by the same token, wait a minute. I don't remember at any point in your youth that uh, cops could end up going to jail for trying to, you know, for trying to save a kid. If a kid is drunk out on the boardwalk, if a kid is stoned on the boardwalk, the cop would generally pick the kid up and take him home. If it's worse than if it escalates, then you bring him down to station, you charge him with a crime. But you can't say it's a violation of their civil rights to be able to go near them. And now kids can run amok without any kind of interference. If it comes down to that, if it comes down to that, though, then the cop takes the kid home and questions him in front of the parent. That, that's what I was trying to say. All right, I'm trying to understand because you were like unclear. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, no, I know. The, the, I'm just saying, like, it's always that the law has always been there. It's just right. cops from the back in our day 
they would just overstep the lines and take that risk. But I don't see now, where they did. I mean, I think if anything, like yeah, I did. Yeah, they did with me several times. Like, did, I, I remember walking right. out to cops, beating me and taking me and my friends out to the soccer fields and whooping our butts. Now, that's a like, different story. You know, but if that happens, now, you see, today, with cameras and cell phones and everything, that's you know, a yeah, different that's, story. Now you sue the cop. Well, now, that's an, but that's an isolated case. Would you say that's the norm or would you say that's the, the exception? It was 100% wrong. It was 100% wrong. Of course wrong, it was. It was the exception. But you can't take the cop's way right away to approach a kid without thinking he's going to go to prison. That's like telling a cop he can't pull a car over without risking going to jail for the rest of his life. Then get mad at the cop for not pulling a car over. That's exactly right. Robbie, you nailed it. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Andrew is in Stanhope on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Andrew. It was different back in our day. I remember. Uh, but our day was like last month, we're not, two years ago. We're not talking about, you know, going back. I mean, if anything, this makes no sense to me. Go ahead. I'm sorry. It was uh, my friend, a huge Irish kid. Hurley was the cool last name. He told me that, uh, you know, he got arrested. And he goes, then these two cops took me into a room and started wrestling me. <laughs> so <laughs> it was definitely different. But I would say um, with the kids... Make them clean. I don't know if you can still smoke on the beach, but it's gross with the cigarette butts. Make them clean the cigarette butts. You know, if anything, no. Just make them obey the law. Of the toilet. And put the, make them obey the law and, you know, put the punishment back in and give the cop the uh, the leeway to be able to do that. 1-800-283-101.5. Thanks for the call. I mean, that's what it is. Pat Colligan was on, the uh, NJSPBA president, uh, union president, uh, policeman's union, says, that, you know, most of the time, what do you do? You take the cat, you pick them up, you take them home. You know, the days of the rubber hoses are long since been over. And if there are situations like that, then, of course, there are bad apples and those cops need to be charged, need to be brought up. And that's a different story. But it's become, but that's the exception. We're treating it like the norm. And regardless of how you feel about it, how do you feel about the shore, ocean city, seaside heights, Long Branch, you know, being overrun by pop-up parties? And police just sitting there watching, knowing there's nothing they can do about it. Are you good with that? You think, the, the, have we gotten better in that area? You know, would you have voted to legalize marijuana knowing that that was going to be the fallout? It, it, again, it makes no sense. I don't deny that there were isolated incidents. But you don't treat the isolated incident like the norm. You know, the needs of the one outweigh the needs of the many. That's what's going on here. And who's suffering for it? The kids. I got two 16-year-old boys. I want them to go out and have fun. I want them to be able to go out at night, have a good time, not have to worry. And, uh, you know, not have to deal with what, you know, where we are now. And I also want them, I don't want them thinking that they can do whatever they want. Because they can't do that at home. 1-800-283-101.5. So uh, you're going down the shore this weekend. Think about it. Think about where you're going. If you have business down the shore, how do you feel when you're in your business and kids come in and there's nothing you can do when they start messing up your store? Has it happened? Happened in Ocean City. Happened in Seaside House. They're making this stuff up. 1-800-283-101.5. Your thoughts. Do we need to, do we need to give the police more power when it comes to dealing with minors? You know, 21, marijuana is legal. Do what you want. But that point before 
they become 21. Marijuana is illegal. Where alcohol is illegal. And you got kids who are drunk out of their mind. You got kids who are stoned out of their mind. And police who could easily just take these kids home to safety are loath to do it because now they are at risk. You know, with with three to five years in jail, with $15,000 fine, for what? For doing their job. Who signed on for that? 1-800-283-101.5. 15 minutes on New Jersey. 101.5. Steve Trevelis. All right, a lot of people heading down to shore this weekend. Last weekend in Ocean City, overrun thousand different incidents. Seaside Heights, overrun, mostly by kids who know that they can't get in trouble for whatever they do. Uh, in Ocean City, uh, Gillian said police responded to nearly a thousand incidents during the Memorial Day weekend, including underage drinking, vandalism, assaults, confiscation of a handgun and shoplifting. Uh, an increase from the 869 incidents during last year's holiday. EMT crews were also busy dealing with all the unconscious people who passed out from too much drinking as well as mental health issues, according to the mayor. Now, here's the deal. Uh, the reason this happens is because the cops can't get involved because if they do get involved, they could end up uh, going to jail for three to five years. They could end up with a $15,000 fine. There's a bill being sponsored by uh, Senator Declan O'Scanlan and Anthony Bucco that would uh, take that, restore to the cop the ability, you know, remove the risk so that if a police officer comes in contact with a minor who's intoxicated, who's stoned, uh, they can't take him in without fear of repercussion. They can, you know, uh, most of the time, as uh, Pat Colligan said, you know, the union rep, the union president said, uh, you know, we just take them home, take them home, get them off the street, get them safely with their parents. You know, the original version of this law was you couldn't even tell the parents. And why? Because of a violation of their civil rights. I had no idea they had civil rights. But regardless of that. 1-800-283-101.5. How do you feel about it? And if you're going down the shore, if you own a business down the shore, are you worried? What do you think your summer is going to be like? I'm telling you, that's the worst possible time to go down the shore. I mean, number one, it's overpriced. And number two, you got between between the the kids running amok without fear of the police. And then you got the uh, the dolphins and the whales washing up on the beach. You know, the Murphy special, whatever washes up over the beach, over pasta with olive oil. Sold in restaurants throughout the Jersey Shore. You got to ask yourself, you know, what am I doing here? And more and more people, you know, the tourism industry in New Jersey is going to suffer. So we wanted to legalize marijuana. We got the legal weed. And when you're 21, it's great. Well, it's really great. I mean, you're still competitive. You're still paying more than the guy on the street. But when you voted for the legal weed, when you wanted the legal weed, were you expecting that we were going to have this problem, that there would be this loophole in the law. And I don't understand how it got here in the first place. Are we overrun with cops who are trying to hurt children? You know, are we overrun? Is there a problem with the police in New Jersey that we had to put in a law to restrain them from being able to deal with kids? And who's suffering? The kids. You got to be home 10 o'clock at night at the shore. So the summer, the memories that will happen are not going to happen unless they stay home. So what have we done here? 1-800-283-101.5.
Yeah, it says here we want parents, grandparents, families to know we're all in this together and we'll be holding people accountable. How do you do that? Uh, the mayor said, I want to send a message to our governor and legislators that the laws they forced on all municipalities are a threat to public safety and they deprive families of the opportunity to enjoy the Jersey Shore. And that's really what sucks about it. Some are blaming bail reform, statewide legislation, largely stripped police officers of the ability to question juveniles, search juveniles, and confiscate alcohol. The legislation also eliminates meaningful consequences for juveniles who break these laws. That's what uh, the mayor said in a written statement. Well, they don't do that for parents. And part of the deal is, why aren't the parents raising their kids better? You know? How much of this gets placed on the parents? Granted, the kids know they can get away with it, but aren't they raised to where they know that they shouldn't get away with it? 1-800-283-101.5. And this is where we are right now. So the interview with Declan O'Scanlan will be on uh, the website shortly. The boardwalk was uh, over overcome, both in Seaside Heights, which is always overcome in Seaside Heights, and now Ocean City. Think about Ocean City. You know, Ocean City is a dry town. You know, Ocean City, uh, you know, takes great pains to keep alcohol out of Ocean City. Granted, they have like a store right on the borderline, but they do what they can to keep alcohol out. So now what do we do? 1-800-283-101.5. We're at the summer of, uh, the summer 23 at the Jersey Shore. We're waiting for good things to happen. And instead... You got to worry now. Do I want to go down the shore? Do I want to deal with this aggravation? It's hard enough between paying for the beach, paying for the parking, finding a place to park. Now you got to deal with the aggravation of uh, kids who are out of control who can do what they want and the cops can't do a damn thing about it. Now, the only people who can do something about it are the parents. And maybe the parents, you know, if the police can't take control of the kids, then maybe the parents take control of the kids. Can the parents take control of their kids? That's a different story. You know, will they take control of the kids? Also a different story. And that, for the life of me, I can't understand. But, all right, uh, coming up at 9 o'clock tonight, we got the winner of uh, Mutz Madness 2. We'll be talking mozzarella. Uh We got the bar bands at the Jersey Shore that you've got to see. And uh, I got lottery tickets to give out next hour. I got uh, New Jersey lottery scratch-offs to give out. And uh, stick around, and we can find out how. Jersey Radio. Sitting here giggling the whole ride home. New Jersey 101.5. Alright, 1-800-283-101.5. Steve Trevelisse. I'll talk to you. 11 o'clock tonight. Talking about all things Jersey because that's what we do. All right, so we got uh, Massimo's in Kenilworth. They won uh, Mutz Madness 2. And uh, they're outside. And we're going to talk a little Mozzarella later on. Uh, Nick and Joe, an incredible story. Two guys come from the old country, build up the American dream. And um, I got a couple of things I'm going to hit you with here, okay? Uh, first of all, did you know that today is Say Something Nice Day. Did you know that, Ryan? That's I did not know it was Today Say Something Nice Day. Is day, Say Something Nice Day. There's an adage that says people may not remember what you do, but they'll certainly remember how you made them feel. 
And there's no time more true than that than National Say Something Nice Day. And it's observed on June the 1st. So if I asked you to say something nice, and you could you could be sarcastic in saying something nice, yeah. and you say your generation is not that sarcastic. I, I don't know if I see sarcasm that much. Like, it's definitely there. Um, really? But I feel like it's a little bit more on the nose. It's almost like lingering more into, like... Um, uh, the word that starts with the P when you're like, oh yeah, sure, buddy. What's that word? Uh, patronizing. Patronizing. I, I feel like it's uh, we we kind of perfected that one a little bit more. You perfect patronizing over sarcasm. I feel like that. I feel like a lot well, of sarcasm is more creative. Yeah. Right? Patronizing is just like a pat on the head. Sarcasm is like you got to think of it. You know, you got to yeah. you got to say it in a way that people are going to realize, you know, that there's a joke in there that you don't really mean it. Absolutely. But like in the age of like all these armchair experts, it's hard to like come up with that, you know, counter thing to say, but it's much easier to be like, oh, yeah, sure. Prove me wrong. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. Sure. Yeah. So here's what I want to do on on National Say Something Nice Day. And I got these lottery tickets, $20 worth of lottery scratch offs. I got a couple of a uh, couple of pairs. We're going to start off giving one pair away. Give me say something nice about New Jersey. And whoever could say the most creative, nicest thing about New Jersey, I will give you the $20 scratch-offs, okay? It was a contest. The best one, not everybody. But whoever can say the nicest thing about New Jersey, because we need some positivity, you Absolutely. know? With all that's going on in New Jersey lately between the taxes, Governor Murphy, everybody bitches and bitches and bitches. <laughs> so what we're going to do, you say something nice about New Jersey. Give me something positive, something that you love about New Jersey. And the best one, and you can be sarcastically nice, too. Feel free. Sarcasm is always welcome in this show. Uh, give me something sarcastic or something nice, and I will give you the uh, lottery scratch-offs. Right? 1-800-283-101.5. So if I said to you, Ryan Bissell, say something nice about New Jersey, what would you come up with? Uh, I think mine might be a little bit nerdy. I don't know how many people are going to share this one. I uh, like the diversity of the trees that we have in the state. The diversity of the trees that we have in New Jersey. All yes. right, that's good. I've always been uh, uh, very much into, like, ecology and stuff. I was uh, a Boy Scout, so I just love nature, you know? Right, that's all right, that's all right. Uh, you know, so, so you want the diversity of the trees. And that's good because we do have many different trees here in New Jersey because we have many different seasons here in New Jersey. So come on, 1-800-283-101.5. Now, this should be the easiest thing on earth. You live in Jersey, you love Jersey, you should be able to say something nice about New Jersey. So give me something nice. On say some, National Say Something Nice Day. Something nice about New Jersey. Something that you will love about New Jersey. So much so that it could get you. $20 worth of New Jersey lottery instant scratch-offs. Now, when we do this on uh, trivia, the phones go crazy. What do you got for me, John? Oh, Steve, good evening. Good evening. Oh, I, lo I love New Jersey. You do, huh? Because, yeah. yes. Yes. And what is it you that love about New Jersey? I love about New Jersey living here. Right. I love it about the pizza, my man. Uh, he's a pizza man. All right, you love the pizza of New Jersey. We got to say something nice oh. about it. Not why you love it. Say something nice about New Jersey. Because it's the only place to live that is sane. The only, New Jersey is the only place to live that is sane. 
Yes. You know, I kind of go with that because I feel that the further away you get from New Jersey, the dumber everybody gets. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. I do, don't you? I feel like, you know, what? it's like we're the smart people here. And the further away you get, you, people kind of lose a little bit. Uh, I think they lose a lot. I won't move. I'm not going nowhere. No, I, I ain't going anywhere either. All right, John, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put you on hold. And we're going to put you in the hopper, okay? Uh, let's go to Patrick. Is in Basking Ridge on New Jersey 101.5. John, say something nice about New Jersey. Steve, you do a great show. I'd like to say the best thing about New Jersey food-wise is pork roll, egg, cheese, salt, pepper, ketchup. That is the, now that's the official Jersey sandwich. I say, what do you love most about New Jersey? I say, if you want to say something nice about it, you know, it was good. You know, like, what would you put on a bumper sticker? Welcome to New Jersey. And what would you, like, what would the slogan be? What would you put on that bumper sticker? It's a beach thing. Welcome to New Jersey. It's a beach thing. All right. The only problem is <laughs> that beach thing requires a beach badge, but still, I get the point. <laughs> well, know? most beaches other than Wildwood, but now you can't drink here on the boardwalk. Yeah, well, not only that, in Ocean City, you get overrun by kids. Seaside Heights, you get overrun by kids. I don't know. Maybe it's Ocean City, escape, New Jersey, escape from the beach thing. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I don't even know if that matters anymore, Steve, because we've got so many mammals washing up on the beach. Nobody's going to want to go. Yeah, really. And you know what? Those cities have to pay to remove those mammals. That's what really sucks. I'm telling no, you. No, no, no. The cities don't. The people that live there do. Right? And they, the new uh, the new seafood special, whatever washes up over the beach over pasta. <laughs> oh, that's and a little cool. olive oil. All right, Patrick, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Let's get... Uh, uh, Richie People? What's Richie? Oh, Richie is in Middletown on New Jersey 101.5. What's up, Richie? Peace, boys. What? Peace. Have a great evening. Oh, Richie, have a great evening. Thank you, my friend. Thank you so much. 1-800-283-101.5. Say something nice. If you want to, here's what we're going to do. We're going to make this easy. Complete this slogan. New Jersey. What would the what would the slogan be? Right? If you were to do a slogan about New Jersey, what would it be? That would be saying something nice about New Jersey, right? A national say something nice day. Something so good that it could be a New Jersey slogan. What would it be? 1-800-283-101.5. Nick is in Milford on New Jersey 101.5. Nicky. Hey, how you doing? Good, buddy. How are you? Good. So, Nick, what, 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 what would your slogan be? What would you say nice about New Jersey? I love the grit that New Jersey gives its people that you don't get in any other state. Oh, I like that. I like that. The grit. True grit. We're like, we're like John Wayne. Yeah, if you're in another state and you meet someone from New Jersey, you know right away just by the way they're talking to you. And you know what? You meet someone in New Jersey and uh, you gravitate to that person. They become your best friend. Yeah. Yeah. And you bond for the trip. And you know, not only that, have you ever done this? Have you ever like met somebody on a trip and you stayed friends with them when you got back? Yeah. Yeah. Once or twice. Okay. All right. But what, how would you make that a slogan though? Like if you're going to put it on a bumper sticker, New Jersey. New Jersey, the grit it gives you. Oh, I like that. All right. I'm going to put you in the hopper. Hold on, Nikki. 1-800-283-101.5. I got $20 lottery tickets. I got the, the instant games. Anything can happen. 
in New Jersey. Anything can happen in Jersey. That's the slogan. So here's what we're going to do. It's National Say Something Nice Day. Say something nice about New Jersey. But, like, the kind of stuff that you would put on a bumper sticker. Something so nice that, like, the people from the tourism are going to go, wow, that's a great idea. Who knows, right? Probably see it. We won't make a dime, but somebody will make you. Know, you, you may see what your slogan somewhere. 1-800-283-101.5. Uh, what did I want to tell you? Oh, divorce is never easy. So when you need to sell your home, you call Robert Dukansky of REMAX First Advantage. He has buyers lined up. You get your home sold faster for more money than you thought possible. When sellers in Woodbridge are going their separate ways, they turn to Rob and his team to get their home sold so they can move on. At least that part would be easy. Rob's incredible marketing and options triggered 109 showings, multiple offers in just 22 days on the market, getting the home sold for $385,000, which was more than $35,000 over the list price. With the home sold and extra money to boot, this was one last thing the sellers had to worry about as they parted ways. Robert Dukansky of Remax First Advantage does more than put a sign in your yard. He has superior marketing to sell your home for the highest price possible. So call the only agent I would call if I needed to sell my home. Call Robert Dukansky at 855-350-1015. That's 855-350-1015. Or online at robsellsnj.com. Or Google RobSellsNJ. And you know what you do then? Yes, start packing. Here's fast traffic. In minutes on New Jersey 101.5. This Father's Day, New Jersey 101.5 is giving Dad some meat and some heat. Starting Monday, listen for our Father's Day meat and heat code word at 9 a.m., 2 p.m., and 5 p.m. You can instantly win some meat, a free $100 Wegmans gift card. You also qualify to win some heat, our grand prize of a $900 Weber grill from Parks Casino. There's three chances to win every weekday. Thanks to our sponsors, Wegmans and Parks Casino, with the closest live table games. Exit 6 off the New Jersey Turnpike. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Good luck and happy Father's Day. From New Jersey 101.5, asking the musical question. If you're going to come up with a slogan for New Jersey, it's National Say Something Nice Day. So if you're going to say something nice about New Jersey, what would you say? New Jersey, comma, state of free home. New Jersey, comma, what would the slogan be? 1-800-283-101.5. Now, the best one, I have got uh, $20 worth of New Jersey lottery instant game tickets. New Jersey lottery, because anything can happen in Jersey. Uh, Pat is in Gloucester City on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Pat. Pat, you there? Hello, Pat. All right, Pat, call back. I'll get you on. Let's go to Shay is in Perth Amboy on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Shay. Hello. Good evening. How you doing? Hi, I'm doing good. I'm sitting here having a Whopper and some onion rings and listening to you. I just had a, ba- a bacon king on my way here. My son had the Whopper. Man, it was really good. Expensive now, too. I'm surprised it all gone up the way it did. But good. Yes, it's almost like fine dining. <laughs> I know, I know. I, I Now I bring a bib when I... <laughs> yeah. I, I put a napkin over my lap. <laughs> it's beautiful. I have the same thing because I'm sitting here in the car eating, yes. Mm -hmm. All right, come on, Shay, what do we got? So my slogan would be New Jersey, comma, we've got it all. We've got farmland, we've got mountains, we've got forests, we've got casinos, we've got diversity, we have restaurants, 
We're in close proximity to, to a hub that could take us all over the world. New Jersey is the best. We've got it all here. Just come and visit and see for yourself. Yeah, well, Shay, doing the commercial and everything. All right, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna put you on hold, Shay. Uh, we'll put Shay in the hopper because that was pretty good. You know, uh, let's go to Rick in Tom's River on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, hey, Rick. Hey, she just got my thunder. Oh, Rick, you got a backup? We got it all. Yeah, but you already got it all. You got to come up with it. We got to get something else for you. you got yeah. All right. I tell you what. Think of something. Call me back, okay? It happens here. It happens here. What is? What happens here? It all happens. It all happens here. All right. It all happens here. All right. Hold on. I'll, I'll put you. In, I'll put you in a hopper. I'll, I'll, I'll think it happens here. All right. Hold on. Uh, I'm going to do that. I'm going to put you in a hopper. And uh, let's see. Let's go to uh, Eddie is in Ewing on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Eddie. Happy 6th, 1st, 2023 evening to you, Mr. Steve Trevely. And a happy June 1st to you, Mr. Eddie. How are you? I'm doing good. The nice thing about the nice slogan or thing about living in New Jersey is People like living here in this whole New Jersey region. That is, they do. They do like living here until they have to. Until they have to pay for it, then it's then it kind of loses a little something. You know yeah, what I mean? Pay for that least. Ah, it's a good point, Eddie. All right, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Fred is in Whiting on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Fred. How you doing tonight, Steve? I'm doing good. How about you, Fred? Fantastic. Fantastic. What's the best thing that happened to you today, Fred? Well, this is something that I actually stole from um, uh, George Carlin. Right. And it's no matter where you go, there you are. See, you'd have to split that with the Carlin estate. So I don't know. I mean, you don't want to like, you don't want me to give you the prize. And next thing you know, they knock on your door and take all your money because you took his line. But I like that. No matter where you go, there you are. Uh, George Carlin actually did a special called uh, What Am I Doing in New Jersey? Uh, as a matter of fact, he played. He was at once asked in an interview, what is the uh, best venue you ever played in? And he said the Broadway Theater in Pittman, New Jersey. And he actually sold out two shows. I think it was back in 2007. I I, tour, I I worked with uh, Dennis Blair, who spent 21 years opening for George Carlin. Let's go to uh, la, 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 Gary's in Edison on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Gary. Hello. Some of, some of it was already chosen, but I would say the Garden State of Choice is from the, from the mountains to the seashore. It's all yours. From the mountains to the seashore? Are we giving it to them? Are we signing it over? Oh, enjoyment. The enjoyment. The enjoyment. The, the, from the mountains to... From the mountains to the seashore. I like that. All right. From the mountains to the seashore, it's all yours. Eh, I don't know. I'm not crazy about that. Hey, we could do, well, you know what I mean? I think that would be hard to get on a bumper sticker. Let's go to... Uh, Gene is in Woodbridge on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Gene. Good evening, Steve. Um, I'm burning with this one. I had a call, and it's a favorite of mine. Uh-huh. Um, you're riding down the road, and you see the bulletin board, and it says, big letters, welcome to New Jersey. It's a nice place to visit. 
because you can't afford to live here anymore. <laughs> it's a nice place to visit because you can't stay. Uh, I'm putting you, I, I like that. You know what? That's got just the right touch of sarcasm. And, and it's got to mean like you can't stay because we want you to leave. <laughs> it's a nice place to visit. You know, go home. I like that. All right. Uh, I'm putting you in the hopper. Now that, you see, now that, I, I, I'm a, Thank you. Uh, you got it. Hold on. I've right, got the uh, $20 worth of lottery scratch cards for the best slogan. All right. I put you in the hopper. You're in the running. 1-800-283-101.5. Give me a, give me a good Jersey slogan. You know, like New Jersey, stay the frig home. <laughs> right. New Jersey, we got your vacation right here. And we ain't fixing these roads. Give me a, a good New Jersey slogan. It say something nice today. Oh, is it? Did you know that? Oh, I I love your haircut today, Steve. See, there you go. Say something nice. That same haircut yesterday. (laughs) Same word. (laughs) Tomorrow you're gonna say anything either. Yeah, Uh, I love the Cleveland Browns. (laughs) Well, now I know you're lying. It would take it would take June first. The one day they walk around Cleveland saying nice things about the Browns. Yes. Oh, we all have nice things to say before the uh, kickoff. Yes, and then then the game starts and all gets ruined. All right. If you were looking for Jersey slogans, if you had like a Jersey slogan. What would you got one? Something nice about New Jersey that could be slogan worthy. Uh, we'll pump your gas in 15 minutes. Yeah, really. <laughs> Whether you like it or not. Right, 1-800-283-101.5. We got Mike and Rick and Debbie and Gene and Rick and uh, a couple of spaces open for you. $20 lottery and a scratch off working on this. Uh Massimo's uh, mozzarella is coming up. The Italian deli from Kenilworth who won the Mutz Madness 2. I know it's going to be a lead story, right? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. I need to get an exclusive on that, I think, too. You got to come over and get a sample on yes, this. Yes, yes. Now, the latest New Jersey. 15 minutes on New Jersey 101.5. Steve Trevelis. It's National Say Something Nice Day. And, you know, so many things we talk about here in New Jersey 101.5. They're not always nice. So I figured we should take this opportunity to say something nice in New Jersey. Now, I know that just the fact that I would ask you to say something nice about New Jersey, you would say something nice about New Jersey. But just in case, I uh, threw in $20 worth of lottery scratch-offs for the nicest things said about New Jersey. So 1-800-283-101.5. We're going to keep this going until 9 o'clock. And then we got uh, Nick and Joe Massimo coming in here because they won Mozart Madness too, And they bring in Mozzarella. And Mozzarella gets you in the studio. We're very easy here. Some people want some people want money. They want weed. They want booze. We'll take the Mozzarella. We're good at that. All right. Let's go to uh, Debbie is in Mount Arlington on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Debbie. Hi. How are you? Good. How about you? It's a beautiful evening here in New Jersey. What's the best thing to happen to you today, Debbie? I went to Chester to a Taste and Learn by J. Emanuel Chocolatier and learned all about chocolate. You learned about What did you not know about chocolate? Well, here's something for you. Belgian chocolate right. is no different than any other chocolate. The only reason they call it Belgian chocolate is because they process it a little differently and put the name Belgian on it. Really? And charge more? Exactly. Oh, what's your favorite kind of chocolate? 
anything with raspberry, chocolate-covered raspberry, even non-parallels, but it's got to be good chocolate. I won't eat that crappy stuff. Do you remember the chocolate raspberry? Do you remember something called the Knickerbocker? Vaguely. It was a little, it was a, it was a chocolate raspberry candy. And it was like a, like a dark chocolate and it was raspberry jelly in the middle and it was like a square. And okay. they would sell it like, and they sell it at the candy stores up by the cash register. Uh, amazing. I don't know if they still make them, but they were amazing. And you talk about the blend of chocolate and raspberry. That nailed it. What's your, what's your slogan? Huh? I gotta check it out. There's a place in Point Pleasant. There's a stand on the boardwalk that has all the old school candy. They may, I gotta check them out too. Oh, okay. All right. All right. So my bumper sticker would read New Jersey small but mighty. We're mighty in history. Right. Variety. Right. Strength. But then you're saying we're small. We're not that small. Well, we're like, we're not- like with the little engine that could. Exactly. True. All right, I'll put. People say, you know, they don't like Jersey. Oh, it's overpriced. I can't wait to get the hell out. I'm like, well, go. Nobody's keeping you here. The borders are open. How about that? There's our slogan New Jersey. Don't let the door hit you in the ass on the way out. Don't let the toll hit you in the ass. Yeah, I like. Yeah, really. Oh, yeah. Don't let the toll hit you in the ass on the way out. Oh, I like that. I like that, Debbie. I'm putting you in the hop. That's hopper worthy. All right. Uh,. Don't let the toll heat in the ass on the way out. Because it does. Uh, where are we going from here? Let's go to Josefa in Flemington on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Josefa. Hey, Steve. How are you doing? Good, buddy. How about you? I'm doing great. Thank you. What's the best thing happened to you today? Everything's been going great. I mean, you know, I'm in New Jersey. Everything's been going great just because you're in New Jersey. This is a very optimistic man, this Jose. I like that. All right. What, what is your slogan? My slogan would be the everything state. Like a bagel. The every, everything. You got everything. Yeah. You got, uh, you know, uh, you, you got the parks and you, you got the gardens. You got the mountains. You got every kind of season you've got the brotherly city right next to you the city of brotherly love you've got the new york city right next to you so no no i know that but i think we had that diversity but that's kind of but that's kind of like what we had earlier with we've got it all you know what i mean that's kind of everything good versus everything bad as well Man, we're, we're lucky like that. Jose, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Yeah, we kind of had that already. Uh, <laughs> Rob is in West Orange on New Jersey 101.5. What's up, Robbo? From the streets of Union City. There he is. There he is. There's the, there's the slogan. <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a while. Where you been? Uh, you know, doing some stuff. Oh, all right. We had a candle burning by the phone. I don't know, you know. Yeah, you know, we were burning something else just now. Ah, uh, there you go. It makes yeah. the show sound so much better. Go ahead. Yep. So, you know, you know how everyone's like, oh, New Jersey's the armpit of the country. We don't like, we hate New Jersey. Mm-hmm. You know, so it'll say New Jersey. We don't like you either. <laughs> we don't like you <laughs> I like, I'm putting you in the hop. I'm putting you in the hop. New Jersey, we don't like you either. I like that. Uh, all right, where are we going? Uh one eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. Uh Rick is in Mount Laurel on New Jersey one oh one point five. Hey Rick. 
Trip, how you doing? Good to talk to you. Just before I give you my slogan, I want you to know back in my formative years, I was a resident of 48th and Bergen Line, so we have a little commonality there. By the Genos? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was way back. There was no Genos back then. I mean, it was like, it was called Hudson Boulevard back then. 48. When did you live there? Um, In the early 50s. Oh, my God. We moved out to Bergen County. Yeah. In the yeah. 70s, there was a Genos yeah. slash Colonel oh, Sanders, God. right? On, yeah, you know what? Those Genos were the best. Yeah, they had the greatest, the greatest burgers. Oh, my goodness. This is a true story. My father was a fireman. Uh, back then, they were firemen. Yes. And he fell off. He was fighting a fire on an apartment building on 48th and Bergen Line. And he fell off the roof. And he almost died. Uh, and we got pictures. It was like they had the gas saws. They were sawing the roof. And uh, he kept backing up and backing up. But he took that extra step and ended up in the hospital. That's how I know 48th and Bergen Line. Rings true with me. Well, I, I, I remember that one of the big stores there was a store called Hall Thousands. Um, My grandmother worked there. Is that right? Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. all thousands. Yeah. That was unions. Yeah. That's Union City. The Tedisques, all thousands. Pantacora. Yeah. My dad went to Union Hill. We used to go every Thanksgiving to see Emerson and Union Hill play at Roosevelt Stadium and get in a fight after the game. <laughs> no, we like, we got ah oh. <laughs> oh, the good old days. Yeah. Right. Okay. So anyway, yeah, but yeah. we couldn't yell at the cops in those days. They'd have kicked our ass. <laughs> yeah, I got your civil rights right in. A couple of lefts. Go ahead. All right. Well, here's what I here's what I think we should do. We should put we should put a billboard up. We get Ray Liotta, who uh, is a Jersey resident, wearing his baseball cap. Right. And have a saying. Have a saying. Excuse me. Is this heaven? No, it's New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right, pal. Thanks for calling, Rick. 1-800-283-101.5. Looking for some Jersey slogans. What do you got for me? What do we got here? Uh, spring is finally here. Spring is finally here. You're back outside doing what you love the most. Is pain holding you back? Don't you want to enjoy life without pain? We need to go to Trinity Rehab. Trinity Rehab can help. Pain or even age is no excuse. Trinity Rehab is unlike any place you've ever tried. No prescription needed. Same-day appointment fast results. Trinity Rehab actually fixes the pain instead of masking it. Call Trinity Rehab at 800-518-0977 or go to trinity-rehab.com. Be sure to ask about their EPAT therapy. It's cutting-edge acoustic pressure wave therapy that breaks up scar tissue, enhances healing, frees you from pain fast. In fact, most patients see results in three five-minute sessions and no prescription is needed to get started. Trinity Rehab has dozens of locations in New Jersey and Pennsylvania, like their newest ones in Woodbridge, Flemington, Tom's River and Wall, so you know there's one near you. For more details, visit trinity-rehab.com. That's trinity-rehab. 15 minutes in New Jersey, 101.5. Steve Trevelisse with the Baja Marimba Band underneath me. Listen to those drums, huh? All right. It's Say Something Nice Day. June 1st is Say Something Nice Day. Did you say something nice to anybody today? Here's your chance. Uh, say something nice about New Jersey. I got $20 worth of New Jersey lottery and some scratch-offs. And the best one, we've had some good ones so far, the best one is going to get the scratch-offs. I'm going to take this till 9 o'clock, until uh, actually about five more minutes, because we have, uh, coming in here, we have Nick and Joe from Massimo's in Kenilworth, and they won the Mutz Madness too. And uh, we're going to do a little thing with the mozzarella later on as well. I'd eat it, uh, but for now... Let's go to Dawn in Franklinville on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Dawn. Hi, Steve. How are you? I'm good, Dawn. How you doing? I'm doing great. All right. What's the best thing happened to you today? 
Um, it just happened right now. I'm at work probably until about midnight, and my husband just showed up to surprise me. What did he surprise you with? His present. His present. He brought you presents. He brought you presents. That's so cool. What did he bring? He's sitting right here. Oh, hey, just him. Hey, love, you're supposed to buy me presents, like literally, not well, just you. No, you said his <laughs> presents. Oh, he just said he goes. I'm not enough. <laughs> From what I hear, you're more than enough, right? Isn't that right, Dawn? <laughs> See that? Dawn, Dawn calls to say something nice about her husband. That, that was the, wait, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. We know the best thing that happened to you today. What's the best thing that happened? In, what's the best thing that happened to him today? I said yes when he asked me to marry him. No, 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 no. The best thing that happened to him today. Uh, what's the best thing that happened to you today, love? Which is not looking Seeing good. Me. Just, ah, that's the right answer. Now, that's the right answer. There you go. All right. <laughs> we saved that marriage. All right, what's your slogan? Uh, welcome to New Jersey. Don't worry. We will teach you how to drive. <laughs> All right. I'll put you in the hopper. Welcome to New Jersey. We'll teach you how to drive. Shirley is in Tom's River on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Shirley. Hi, Steve. How you doing? I'm great. It's nice talking to you. I listen to you all the time. Oh, thank you. What's the best thing happened to you today? Uh, I woke up and it's a beautiful day. You woke up. That's it. You see that? That's as good as you're going to feel all day. Like Dean Martin. <laughs> I wake up. That's as good as I'm going to feel all day. <laughs> no, that's what he said. He goes, this you and me. We just drunk. He goes, when you wake up, that's as good as you're going to feel all day. <laughs> all right. What's your slogan? Uh, it, it's very simple. It's just New Jersey, a sure thing. A sure thing, I guess. S U R E. All right, I'll throw it in there. I'll put it in for consideration. That's good. All right, one eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. Margaret's in Summit on New Jersey one zero one point five. Hi, Margaret. Hi, please. How you doing? I'm good. How are you doing today? I can't complain, but it's early yet. What's the best thing happened to you today, Margaret? Uh, it takes my son up from school, and we went over to his friend's house and met up with some old friends that we haven't seen in a while. So. Oh, love that. Love that. And what's your slogan? So my slogan is, if you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. No, the only problem with that, Margaret, is Frank Sinatra thought of it first. Paul Anka thought of it first. I don't know who wrote my... No, no, Paul Anka wrote my way. I forget who wrote New York, New York, but that's that's New York, New York. Uh, if I do that, Anna is in Flemington. Go with him. On New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Anna. Hey, Steve. How you doing? Good, Anna. How are you? I'm fantastic. Had a wonderful day. Before you even ask, celebrated my grandmother's 101 birthday. Wow. It's absolutely marvelous. Wow. And uh, yeah, yeah, I know. And she lives in Jersey? You see that? Most people in Italian, yeah, they say Chindan. She went Chindan Ayuno. I, wow. Chindan 101. And she's still kicking, so we're we're super excited and blessed. What does she attribute her long life to? Eating a lot of cheese. I love that. I love that. Stick around. <laughs> we got Massimo's coming in here with the mozzarella. We'll talk cheese. What is your, what is your slogan, Anna? My slogan is New Jersey. I dare you to stay. New Jersey. I dare you to stay. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, New Jersey, I dare you to stay. Look at what we got going on here. Look at what we got going on here. Let's go to uh, Vince is in New Egypt on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Vince. Uh, Steve, what's going on, buddy? How are you tonight? I'm good. How about you? You sound like you're out of breath. You have a long day. 
Uh, no, no, I'm just waiting in anticipation here, you know. I got a lot to say in a little time. All right, go ahead. What do you got? Uh, I got a little slogan. So, um, welcome to New Jersey, where your tax dollars go to the really expensive rugs in the Capitol building, courtesy of Phil Murphy. <laughs> okay, what else, what else you got? I I, uh, I, I get the point, but it's not exactly something nice. I mean, what's the best thing happened to you today? Well, so you you said you could use sarcasm as well. Yeah, uh, the but best that's thing happened to me today. Yeah. I I I uh, well, I woke up with some money in my debit account, and I got to talk to Steve Trevely on NJ one one five. You know what? I like that. I like that, Vince. Thanks for the call to New Jersey one hundred one point five. Let's go to Adrian in Westfield, the New Jersey one hundred one point five. Hey, Adrian. Hello, mine is New Jersey. If you can fake it here, you can fake it anywhere. <laughs> yeah, but too close to the original. All right, let's get uh, Soda is in Hamilton on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Soda. Hi, Steve. How are you? Good. How are you? Good evening. <laughs> Good evening. I was driving today, and I went to my friend's house. Right. And I was coming from there. And then I was hearing uh, 101.5, and a slogan came in my mind. What's that? I have a two slogan, okay? Go ahead. ahead. So the number one is New Jersey like mercy. Like mercy. Okay, and the second one? The second one is welcome to New... It's New Jersey. You got a problem with that. New Jersey, you got a problem with that? Well, I like that. I, I like that. Hold on, I'm gonna I'm gonna put you in the hopper. All right, one eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. We will announce the winner, and uh, the winner is gonna get emailed and uh, twenty dollars worth of New Jersey Lottery instant games. Uh, coming up, Mort's Madness two. Domensky and Doyle. Got a smartphone four years ago. Best thing ever, because now I got the 101.5 app, and I can listen to Domensky and Doyle whenever I want. <laughs> Can't get down a flip phone. Weekday afternoons, 2 till 7, on New Jersey 101.5 and NJ1015.com. If I get you through the night, it's all right. It's all right. Oh, it's all right. Thursday night in New Jersey. Steve East. You and me till 11 o'clock tonight talking all things Jersey and eating the best mozzarella I have ever eaten. Oh, my God. Mutz Madness 2 uh, was held over the last 14 days. And uh, Guy Matson is here. Uh, Jersey Pizza Joints, Jersey Sandwich Joints, and uh, Pizza Bowl, Pizza Crawl. Uh, this was 14 days. How many shops entered this guy? Ooh, Steve-O, thanks so much for having us back. Um, over 100 statewide Wow. Small mom and pop uh, businesses that make fresh mozzarella were in the running north, central, and south Jersey. Uh-huh. Um, and Massimo's actually came in on top second uh, time in a row. Again. Second time in a row in this in our young, illustrious history. Uh-huh. And uh, and actually dominated competition with well over a thousand votes. I just had a piece of this. The texture. You could tell by cutting into it what it's mm. supposed to feel like. And oh my God! And, and and it's salted just right. I've got uh, I got the brothers, like Nick and Joe here. Hi, boys. How you doing? Boys, look at this. Uh, so so now you guys, you, now you came here forty five years ago to this country. You were in Hoboken in Union City. Now where in Union City? Yeah. Well, I was uh, three thirteen Eighteenth Street. 
in Union City between Parkside and New York Avenue. When were you there? Um, I will say from 19, 1980 right. to, uh, to the 90s. Okay. My father worked at the firehouse on 16th Street, New York Avenue. Oh, wow. I used to hang at 17th Street in the west at the, at the park. Wow. How about that? And, and, and you were there for 10 years and you went to Hoboken. You know, I, I was I was you know Boston. But you were, or you went yeah, then you came to before, Union City. Yeah, I was in Union City. Now I am in Asprakites. Wow. Uh, once once I get married, then we move to Asprakites. Okay, okay. You and know? you're in Kenilworth too, right? We are in Kenilworth. Yeah, like uh, I mean, the business is in Kenilworth. You know, uh-huh. uh, the house is in Bergen County, Asprakites. Uh-huh. We all we all from Asprakites. Are you all from Asprakites? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice Asprakites, right now. Now I want to know, like, how did you how did you get into making most because it's it's a craft, it's an art, right? You don't just make mozzarella. Anybody can make it. Anybody you can make it. You yeah. make it. How, how how did you get into making it? Well, I used to work in uh, in the other store in Belgiovini's right at the time, and then me and Joe we bought we bought the the business, and then the, watching the old owner making mozzarella, I was I just picked up a little bit. Then after the years. I got the, the 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 recipe the way I want it, right. and finally we made it the, the right it's way. It's thirty nine years, you know. It's <laughs> like uh, the more you do it, the better you get. Now, when you say after a while you got the recipe the way you want it, like some people say, "Oh, it's just milk, curds, and salt." What's the big deal? Yeah, no, it's not just that. It's just you got to know when to st- to finish the to, to start and to finish. Right. You can always put hot water in there, but you're gonna lose a lot of milk from over there. So you got to know how much to, how water to put in, how much you gotta take out. You know, you got to watch your, 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 your steps. The right blend. The right blend to, to, to be perfect. How long did it take you to get it right? About uh, 39 years. 39 <laughs> years. <laughs> it's, a, it's a work in progress. Yes, so. it is. Yes, it is. You know, it's like uh, we win, we win the second year, so it took maybe not thirty nine, but like thirty five years. <laughs> you know, well, well, we gotta say thanks to our kids too. They picked, they picked up uh, going to. Facebook, Instagram, so they made this possible for, for us to, to be here today. And so they're here now. We got uh, now, Mikey yes. and Frankie here. Right. Uh, all right, so boys, uh, which one are you going to take over the mozzarella madness? Who's going to take over the making of the mozzarella, the craft, the art? Frankie walks right up to the microphone. I guess that's going to be me. I, I guess mean, that's going to be me. Do you stand by your father at his, at his side and watch him with the mozzarella? I don't stand by his side, per se, but I do glance at him when I get the chance to. I do try and pick up things and ask him questions when I can. And you answer those questions. Oh, yes. See, my problem was, like, my grandmother, when I was a kid, wouldn't tell you nothing. Uh-huh. Right? No matter. Ah, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Yeah, right? They never give it away. Even at nighttime, when we're eating. Right. Well, at the dinner table, we're eating with our family. It's like he's asking me questions. Now you do this, how you do that. So I answer him everything he wants to know. He's a real student of the game. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the way you learn. You know, if you don't ask questions, you never know what to do. We got the benefit today of the iPhone. We got the benefit of the cameras so we could always watch. Right. Right. Mike, you learn how to make the mozzarella. Of course. Of, of course. course. You, know, you might get talking into the mic, Mike. Wouldn't one day we're going to learn, you know, but, you know, for now, we let them do their thing, you know. I mean, they've they've mastered it, right? They have, they they have, and like uh, so now you've been in this for thirty nine years, and uh, you got the cup two years in a row. Right. When you take on the competition, I mean, do you worry about the competition? Like, are you kidding me? Come on, come on. 
To tell you the truth, I don't. <laughs> no. I don't. I don't worry about the competition because I know what I make. So we sure, we sure about that. Mm. You know, like we sure about the hundred percent. It's not uh, that we're going to worry about other people. Yeah, competition is good. It's right. good for business. You know. Yes. Yeah. So, but we 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 know and, that, and that we're going to win no matter what. You see these hundred people enter. You're like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> did you see the Pope of Greenwich Village? Ooh, love that movie. Oh, yeah. Have Favorite. you seen the Pope of Greenwich Village mm-hmm. movie? 18 times. Uh-huh. Have you guys ever seen it? No. You have never? All right, the Pope of Greenwich Village oh uh, was made in 1986. Classic. And it's got, uh, you guys know who Eric Roberts is, the actor? Right? There's a scene in it. It's Mickey Rourke. It's Eric Roberts. And uh, I got to see if I could find this here. Have you seen Mickey Rourke lately? Scary. Uh, you know what? He's always been a little scary. Scary dude. Uh, let me see if I can. I should have had this ready here. Hold on. Trev Mozzarella. Uh, I'll find it. But basically, there's a scene in the movie where Eric Roberts is talking about uh, the Mozzarella. And I'll play it for you when I get it. But I'm going to ask you this, though. And I want, I want both brothers' opinion, okay? First of all, um, Uncle Floyd told me. That there's a way, to, that's why, why I asked you this. We have an article on the website that Cheese That Pleases, Kenilworth, New Jersey, Italian Deli, wins Moots Madness too. What is the best way when you get the mozzarella home to make it last? You cannot keep it in the refrigerator. You have to leave it in, in, uh, in the kitchen. But what if, for how long? You could, like, at the end of the night. Then when but you then go, do you put it in the fridge you eventually? Put it in the fridge, but it will not be the same because it's like it will become like uh, it does. Yeah, it won't come out. This mo- this mozzarella you have to heat. You have to you have to you know consume like on the same day. It get it home, eat it. it. Yeah, get it's home good. and eat it. Yeah, it's good for the next day, but it's not the same the way the way you taste the mozzarella right now. Mm-hmm. Can you, you know salt, what I mean? Can you salt water and then warm it back up? Not really. No, not really. It it's won't come just, the same. It will not come. It, it's not, um, how you say, the texture is, you know, you lose. You know what I mean? If you change the water, you put more salt, it's not good. But for the people that like like a warmer, moister mozzarella, you could probably throw it in some hot salt water. That will, do that. You could do that. That yes. will shred. That will shred. The mozzarella will shred. If you put me in warm, warm water, that will shred. So how long do you really think, though, that mozzarella lasts even refrigerated after it was freshly made? Oh. In the last couple of days, my will not be the same. Like Joe is saying, will not be the same like you get in it right now. I agree with that. You know, when you That's eat it right now, you can taste the freshness, the, the the moist and everything. The next day, you won't feel the, the freshness, the moist. So take out the obvious chicken parm, veal parm sandwich. In your opinion, what do you think the best sandwich is with fresh mozzarella? Prosciutto mozzarella. Ah, the man nailed it. And a red roasted pepper. And roasted pepper. And dried tomatoes. There you go. That's the, the Union City sub. Growing wow, up, that, that was the Union City sub. That's the best. I'll tell you a story, right? I that's was working best. down in Philadelphia, WYSP, and I would do the updates on a Howard Stern show. And with oh. me and the engineer would be in the room. Because he was in New York. We were in Philadelphia. Me and the engineer would be in the room for four hours. You know, we loved each other. We hated each other. Imagine being trapped in a room with a guy for four hours for 15 years or whatever. Ooh. So, right? So, I decided, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make you the greatest sandwich you ever had, the Union City sub. And it was the fresh bread with the brujut, the fresh mozzarella, and the roasted pepper. And we ate like kings. 
And the next thing you know, the salespeople want to come in and eat. And the engineer, could I have a piece? Could I have a piece? Could I have a piece? It, it was a very expensive sandwich to make. Yeah. I was I was spending like 50 bucks to make the sandwich. I was getting a cookie additive deal <laughs> because everybody else was getting my mozzarella. A now, little balsamic vinegar on that, too. I'm not a balsamic sun. guy. I, I don't. Oh, yeah. I want it. I want the, the flavor of the mozz. Like, you know what I mean? I, for and me, the salt of the prosciutto. The salt, uh, yeah. The, the salt they would the all come together. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah even uh, a little bit of extra virgin olive oil would be perfect, too. You know, that's number one in Italy. You know, prosciutto and mozzarella. Really? Or mortadella and mozzarella. That's... Uh, mortadella and mozzarella. Mortadella and mozzarella. Yeah. That's uh, not, a, not a good sandwich. Not easy to say, either. Well, uh, mortadella, that was... Mortadella. We, we were, you know, Fino... <laughs> remember Fino's in Union City? We used to go there and get the mortadella. Louis On 12th Louis. Street. Oh, Louis on 23rd in Carrigan. All right. Well, you know all these places, right? Yeah. We, we are here with Massimo's, now in Kenilworth, uh, formerly of Hoboken, Union City, Hasbrook Heights, they're everywhere. And they are the best mozzarella because they won Mutz Madness 2. We got to talk more mozzarella. I'm going to throw this out there to the audience. If I gave you a slice of fresh mozzarella, warm, fresh mozzarella, and I want you guys to think about this as well, what would you do with it? 1-800-283-101.5. We had a snowstorm once in Jersey, major snowstorm. And when snow happens, that's like our Super Bowl. People all come to the radio station to find out what's going to happen with the snow and the weather and all that. And they threw that question out. And for four hours, people were coming up with different things. I gave you a, a slice of nice, right, fresh, hot mozzarella. What would you do with it? Think about this. Here's New Jersey 101.5 Fast Traffic. New Jersey 101.5 Steve Trevelis. We got the Massimo brothers here. Nick and Joe. Who knew 45 years ago they migrate to this country only to find out that one day they would be, or one night, they would be on New Jersey 101.5. It's amazing. Isn't it right? Winners of the Mutz Madness 2 contest. Because this is a Mutz. I was telling him during a commercial, you know, there's, there's mozzarella. You know, because mozzarella, fresh mozzarella is everywhere. How do you guys feel about that? Like, everywhere you go, you see it, and you know it ain't real. Oh, we know. We, I see all the time. When we go to parties, they're making mozzarella, and it's not this. You just watch what they're doing. It's not the way they're supposed to. Oh, and that's the other thing now, too. The new yeah. dance craze. You can make your own you mozzarella. mozzarella, in the, in the mozzarella parties. They come to your house. They make mozzarella. Yeah. But not the way, not the way Nick and Joe make the mozzarella. And and, and there's a difference. Yeah, it is. You know, you guys no, are yeah. discriminating with it's the mozzarella. It's a big difference. It's a big difference making mozzarella. You got to know what you're doing or just don't do it all. Uh, good move. I, I was telling you about this, right? Uh, the movie, uh, which is uh, Popa Greenwich Village. That is, a, you got to understand the movie, right? So Eric Roberts and Mickey Rourke are friends. And uh, they're gonna they're working on a heist, and during the course of the heist, Eric Roberts is a uh, he's what you call an instigator, and he's breaking the stones of this other guy, and uh, this is the way it goes. Listen to this. It's just that I never seen a horse with his legs in a garbage can. What do you know about training a horse, huh? Waiting tables is what you know. Making cheese is what I know. Let's stay with what we know here. You know about making cheese? Not for nothing, Jimmy, but my mother sent me over a hunk of mozzarella from your place last week. It was no big bargain. Tough, <laughs> that mozzarella. And it ain't the first time I noticed it either. Your mozzarella is tough sometimes. Are you nuts? The Gargusto's never sold a piece of tough mozzarella in our life. Tough like <laughs> <laughs> That was Julia no Roberts' brother. 
Yeah, Julia Roberts' brother, Eric Roberts. Uh, have you ever seen the Pope of Greenwich Village? Check it out. It's really good. But uh, I had him on, and I played this for him. In fact, I met him down in Cherry Hill, and he signed uh, the Pope of Greenwich Village picture, and he says, you know, Charlie, they took my thumb, which is another line from the movie. <laughs> but he says, uh, he goes, I never have to buy mozzarella again. <laughs> ever since he said that. But uh, yeah, so so here's what I want to know, you know, from each of you, right, Nikki? You know, Nikki first. If I gave you a fresh slice of warm mozzarella, what would you do with it? Uh, I will eat it. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Me too. I ain't with anything. I'm right in the mouth. That's it. It's nice and warm. It feels good you, when you eat it. You can't do it. All right, what would you do with it, Joe? What I do? I mean, you know, I would probably want to make a sandwich, you know, for dinner. Right. You know, with prosciutto, the way we spoke before. The mozzarella <laughs> with the prosciutto? That's okay. it. How about uh, the mozzarella with the, like, between some nice semolina bread? Yeah. Right? That would work. By itself. All right, hold on. We got we got Sal in Hillsborough on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Sal. Hey, guys. Welcome for having me on. Thank you so much. How you doing? I got to tell you, I grew up on Spring and Thompson Street, so... Joe's Dairy was where I got my mozzarella growing up as a kid. And I would probably have one a day, and he would make it in the back fresh every day. But I got to tell you, if you want to give me a fresh a slice of warm mozzarella, right. fresh, crispy, semolina bread. Okay. Rosciutto di parma, sliced paper thin. Okay. I'll throw the homage to a Jersey tomato, sliced nice. Cipolla di tropea. I want the red onion from tropea, and I want a little bit of olive oil and oregano. Ah. How's that sound, boys? Sounds excellent. Yeah, we think it, Joe. Like Sounds that. good. Yeah, he knows what he's talking about. <laughs> I like that. And you, and you got to slice the onion thin, Sal. You got to check out. You got to check out Massimo's. Paper thin. Paper thin. All right, you got to check out Massimo's in Kenilworth. What do you think I'm gonna do? Huh? I live, I work in Cranford. I'm gonna go visit him in Kenilworth, no doubt. You have to go. All right, Sal. Good stuff. Thanks for calling New Jersey 101.5. See, we get you another customer here. Thank you. Let's, Thank you. Go. <laughs> Let's go to Greg is in Seabright on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Greg. Hey, guys. How are you? Love the show. Love the show. Thank you, Greg. Um, and, and I appreciated the mozzarella. I used to go to Hoboken to Fiori to get my mozzarella all the time. Right. Um, but, if, if, but if I had fresh warm mozzarella, right. I would take a nice piece of fresh breaded veal and warm it up a little bit in a saucepan, not too crazy. You right. got to have, like you said, you got to have good semolina bread. Put the, the fresh warm veal on there with the mozzarella, a little bit of arugula, uh, a, a salad, believe it or not, some balsamic vinaigrette, and that's it. And and, and, and you got to let it sit. You got to wrap it, and then you got to let it sit for like maybe half an hour, because I used to always have to wait while I was driving home on a turnpike and eat it when I was halfway halfway home. That's that's the good way to have your fresh mozzarella. See, that's the thing, though. What do you think, boys? Oh. Um. It sounds great, you know. I, I never try it like that, like to let it sit, you know. When I yeah, I want it hot. I want, I want, I want warm, to eat it right away. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't want Greg, to wait. Greg, once once we make the fresh mozzarella and semolina bread, we need to heat it right away. Yeah, you know, we don't want to let it get sick and uh, you know what I mean. Steaming. It's not fine wine. It's more shut out. The more I think about it, the more hungry I get. You know, right. so I have to eat it right away. You yeah, know? I, I can't stare at it. I, I have to eat it. I'm staring at this thing over here like I'm in love. Uh, you got unbelievable. All right, Greg. All right, good stuff. Uh, let's get to Andrew in Flemington on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Andrew. Hey, guys, no joke tonight, man. No joke. Oh, you guys are the best, man. Wow. Well, thank you, Andrew. 
And how would you eat your fresh mozzarella? You guys. So I, I'm not necessarily one to eat it right away, but if I was, right. I would have a sandwich, whole wheat bread toasted, right. Jersey fresh tomato. I take like a medium tomato, cut out the core part, right, and then have like the two thick slices, right, tomato, and nice my, uh, soft avocado, where you could spread it on the bread like mayonnaise, but it's so much better, and uh, oregano, garlic powder, and woohoo! Okay, Andrew. <laughs> what not to do? <laughs> All right. So, so Massimo's in Kenilworth, and uh, and where you located, boys? Five thirty-two Boulevard. Five thirty-two Boulevard. How long have you been there? Uh, seventeen years. Seventeen years. How about that? Good years. Seventeen good years, and thirty-nine making the mozzarella. All right. So people come. Uh, they come in. What, is, what do you recommend they get? What's the best thing that you've got? What's the specialty? Other than the mozzarella, everything. Like what do you do with the mozzarella? Everything, everything, like yeah. like from sandwich to mozzarella to hot food uh, to like a ravioli sausage, chicken cutlets, chicken cutlets. Chicken cutlets is is like you Sandwich know specials. Yeah. We sell we sell like thirty pounds of chicken cutlets every single day. How about that? Yeah, How about I mean that? we're very famous for that too. All right, that's going to be the next next trip. Next, next yeah. trip, you come back here with the chicken cutlets. There, <laughs> yeah. right? All right, guys, thanks so much for coming in. All right, now tell me, what's the? Uh, how do we get a hold of you guys? Give me, so, give me all the social media, Mr. Social, social media, media guy. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Massimo Italian Deli. At Massimo Italian Deli, Frank, Mike. Nick, Joe, thanks so much for coming in, and thanks so much for bringing the Mutz. Thank you very much for having us. Thank you, Steve. Thank you very much. And salute. Mutz Madness 2, the winners, Massimo's in Kenilworth. Uh, Chad, we got Mutz right over here. (laughs) Thank you very much, Look at the lead story. (laughs) You're right over. Now the latest new... Steve Trevelis. Go to nj1015.com and check out the story of the Mutz Madness 2 winner, Massimo's Italian Deli. Oh, my God. They make a mozzarella. Like I said, you know, you know the difference. You know, like, because now everybody, Guy Madsen, get on the mic. Everybody is making the mozzarella now. You see it in ShopRite. You see it everywhere. And I know, like, the a guy. Lot of pop-up events, salsa. Yeah. But, like, you know, and, and some of it, and a lot of it is good. I know, like, ShopRite has a guy that goes around. ShopRite's got a guy? Show the mutz guy, right? Whatever his name is. And he, and he, and he makes the mutz. But, but, like, because you see it everywhere, and now you see it, like, you see, like, the packaged fresh mozzarella. Mm-hmm. How do you do that? First, first of all, if it's packaged, it can't be fresh. But you you ever see it? Like, I mean, There's plenty of Bellag- commercial it, fresh Bellagio, mozzarella. Not uh, Palio. But there are different, when you go to Sam's too. and you see, like, you can buy the packaged fresh mozzarella. Or the tubs. That's a contradiction in terms. Is it? Well, think about it, right? If it's packaged, it can't be fresh. Okay. Right? Right? Oh, you can make something in the morning, package it, it's still fresh when you take it home. <laughs> but I'm not going to make it, send it to Sam's and stick it in the box. Oh, I, I see your point. Right? I mean, you go, yeah, I, I could I could make you a sandwich, put it in a sandwich bag, and you take it to work and eat it. That's fresh. I, I think we all agree there's nothing better than fresh mozzarella. You know, I live down in South Seaside Park, and right. Mondays there's a farmer's market. They've got a truck that rolls up, and that's all he makes is fresh mozzarella. Oh, really? And I stop there. I pick up a pound or two. Swear to God, I live a mile and three quarters away from this uh, location. 
I must eat half a pound of it on the ride because it's warm, moist, delicious. It's like the bread, you know. Bread. It's like when you go and you buy bread, and you know you get that hot loaf. I was um, I was at A and S Illuminati. They closed over the weekend. I was on. I saw that on, uh, on sandwich joints. Uh, and Anthony's a great guy, mm. and he would make the right, right out of the oven. Right, and you know, you're, you're you got it in the fridge. You're smelling it in the car, and it's yeah, hot, dangerous. You got to eat it. It's the same thing with the mozzarella. If you've got hot mozzarella, you got to eat it. Yeah. And like what they were saying is, you don't put it in the fridge until the nighttime. I get that. Uncle Floyd told me that you gotta because well, I started doing it, and it does make a difference. Like when you get the mozzarella, you put it in warm water before you eat it. Sure. And you let and it warm breathe. It back up. Yeah, you let it breathe. It may not be exactly the same, but it's still damn good. Closer to the mark. Closer to the mark. Better than any much you're going to get mm, somewhere else. Yeah. So, like we were saying, if I gave you a fresh piece of mozzarella, what would you do with it? You know, again, I, I love uh, I, I love brigitte. I love roasted peppers. And I do, personally, I love balsamic. I would put it in between a nice piece of Italian bread. I would cut it, uh-huh. and I would munch. There uh, you go. It's just pretty simple. Hey, on the ride down here, I heard you talk about the what New Jersey's motto should be. Right. What <laughs> do you think like, it should be? Uh, New Jersey, how you doing? Now get out. <laughs> how you doing? Now get out. Right? Uh, I like that. I like that. Uh, but give me this. Here we go. 1-800-283-101.5. I'll take the model calls. I want to hear, because we gave away, the, uh, we gave away the, the lottery tickets. But give me, if you had a fresh piece of mozzarella, how would you eat it? What kind of creative recipe could you come up with? I got two hours out of this one night in a snowstorm. Do you fry it? Do you do the mozzarella and cordoza, which is like an amazing, no, it's an Italian really? grilled cheese that's just absolutely off the hook, sometimes with an Fresh mozzarella grilled cheese? Yeah, it's, it's, uh, I'm going to try it. It's a thing. So you take like, because it's round, and you do it like with an Italian stick bread that's round. No, you can even do it square, and they actually, you know, kind of shape it up, lightly bread it, fry it, add like an anchovy paste to it. It is corrosa. It's off the hook. Yeah, obviously not heart healthy, but absolutely delicious. Of all the things that could kill you, what's it out on the bottom of the list? What do you die of? Mutz. Well, you know what? Mutz is good for diets. It was murdered by Mutz. You could do that, right? The Mutz Mutz murders. That's going to be next year's promotion. Mutz did it. Annie is in New Providence on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Annie. Hello. How are you, Annie? Annie. Great. How are you, Steve? All right. So what's happening, Annie? What's the best thing happened to you today? Oh, today? I don't know. I just, I worked. You worked? What do you do? Yeah. I'm a hairdresser. Oh, okay. And you're a mozzarella maker. Yes. Yes. And it's very simple. Yeah. Um, there's a place in Kenilworth yeah. that sells the curd. Massimo's, right? We just had them on. A lot yeah. of places. Oh, there. they don't sell curd, and it's like a quarter of the price. Right. And you buy the curd. Right. And you bring it home, and um, you boil the water, and you let the water sit a little. Mm-hmm. You put the curd on one side of a bowl. You pour the water hot. And then you let it sort of dribble, wave over. And then when it starts to cool, you start to um, mold it into like a ball. 
and um, you just cool it and you salt it, and before you know it, well, you know, even warm, it's delish, especially with the jersey. Like the other guys say. Um, it's fantastic. A little salt. You have to have a little salt. You got to have the right blend, though, right? You got to have the right blend. Well, that's why you buy the curd. They, these guys in Kenilworth have it. I mean, they're Brooklyn. They come from Brooklyn, and they know how to make the curd. Oh, really? And we would buy the curd. Oh, God. It's like $75 for a big, and you can cut it and freeze it. And when mm-hmm. you're ready for fresh wood. A standing freezer in the basement. Now, how do you like to eat the fresh woods? I like it with um, some uh, a tomato, right? Jersey, of course. Okay. Um, some really very good olive oil, salted, of course. Right. Um, and salted um, olive oil. Um, pardon? Salted olive oil. Good olive oil. No, oh. no, no. Salted and then, you know. Not well, the mortis is salted, not the olive oil. Yeah, the mortis okay. is salted. And um, some really good olive oil. Right. And great jersey, um, basil. Um, Look at you. And, Look at you. Uh, I could do a plane. I'm, I'm Irish, so I don't. Do you're I, you Irish and you make the mozzarella. The An Irish hairdresser who comes home and makes mozzarella. This, this could be like a, this could be one of those Batman things. Jersey girl. By day, she's an Irish hairdresser. But at night, she is the mozzarella mad lady. The mozzarella madam. She brings up a good point. Secret. They gotta go to Kenilworth. It's a restaurant supply out of Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. Brooklyn's in the name. I can't remember. It's been a while because I still, still have frozen curd in the freezer. But um, hey. it's easy if the curd is there. That's what it comes down to. Annie, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101. Tomato, 5. fresh basil, Jersey tomato, fresh basil, mozzarella, drizzle of balsamic, little salt, bada bing. Oh, that sounds amazing, oh. though. I love this. I love this. I want to know to 283 Now, remember when we did the pizza bowl uh, and uh, we heard from this guy. The singing cheese guy, Annabella Mozzarella. Annabella Mozzarella. As long as you pay. As long as you pay. Wow. They were the runners-up, right? They uh, they were in the top five. Traditionally, they're solid. Nice. And uh, Massimo's in Kenilworth. I don't even think I heard that during uh, during Pizza Bowl. Oh, are you kidding? I made sure I got that. Uh, yeah, so we have uh, Massimo's, in, Massimo's in Kenilworth, formerly of Hoboken and Union City and the Hasbrook Heights and uh, Joe and Nick and an incredible story, which is on NJ1015.com. You read this, you're going to want the most. Every 15 minutes on New Jersey, 101.5, Steve Trevely's. Massimo, the brothers were here making the most incredible mutz so good that it won Mutz Madness 2. Sponsored by Jersey Pizza Joints and Jersey Sandwich Joints. And uh, I think I got, what was it, 150,000 followers on Facebook. And uh, 
Over a hundred places entered, and uh, Massimo's came out on top. And uh, when you taste it, you'll see why. It's on NJ1015.com. I got the story. Uh, two guys two guys come over from Italy and go through Hoboken and Union City and end up in Kenilworth making the best mozzarella. So if I gave you a slice of mozzarella, what would you do with it? 1-800-283-101.5. Let's get Mike on the Turnpike on New Jersey 101.5. Turnpike Mike, what's up? Hey, Steve. How you doing? I'm good. What's the best thing happened to you today? I had it coming back from a company event tonight. Everybody's celebrating team meeting, kind of team building event in a pool hall with uh, food and all kinds of good things and everybody having a good time. Did you hustle pool? Did you win? Oh, no, I couldn't, you know. Uh, all my people did. Oh, uh, okay. There we go. I like that team building. Now, what, what kind of a team do you have, Mike? We're, we're a bunch of mechanical contractors. So uh-huh. My guys are all service service technicians and nice. and service coordinators and everything, getting ready for a busy summer. So we kick off a little uh, night out of everybody having a good time and celebrating a good team. Now, is that your company? Uh, no, I work for the company. Well, what's the name of the company? You'll give them a nice plug and they'll love you. Yeah, nah, I'd rather not. Oh, okay. That's one of those companies. All right. So uh, what would you do with the mozzarella? <laughs> so as a kid, I grew up in Brooklyn, and we had the fig trees. So you would have the fig tree, the fig with the fresh mozzarella. Oh, man, that is heaven. Oh. I said healthy, too. You know? Wow. Wait a minute. So do you have the fig tree with the mozzarella? Yeah. Yeah, you take the fig, a little chill on it, you slice it. And you eat it with the mozzarella. Oh, that sweetness. Oh, wow. I never heard of that. I love the fig oh, yeah. and I love the mozzarella and together. Wow. You got to try it. You really do. It's uh, like taking the with the with the cantaloupe, right? Yeah. You know, it's a sweet and sour thing. That's right. Uh, oh, or sweet and salty right. thing. Oh, I'm going to try that. Mike, thank you. Thank, you know what? I appreciate that. You see, you put the guy out team building, and look what he does. He, he, he teams figs and mozzarella together. Try this. I, I'm going to. Uh, let's go to Ania in Tinton Falls on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Ania. Hi, how are you? Uh, am I, did I pronounce your name right? It's actually Anya. Oh, Anya. I'm sorry. Hi, Anya. Yeah. Hi. So, Anya, what's the best thing that happened to you today? Um, well, I just celebrated seven years with my husband. You did! Congratulations! Thanks, thanks. We're just coming back from Shipwreck and Brielle. Wow, seven years with your husband of happiness. How long were you married? Um. <laughs> <laughs> you got that, huh? Okay, I like that. Uh, now, uh, are you a, you're a mozzarella lady, right? Tell me. Yes, yes. Love mozzarella. Yeah. Alright. So, so the you know, for us here down south in Jersey, Central Jersey, right? Um, Joe Leone's in Point Pleasant has the best mozzarella. Joe down in Point down in Point Pleasant, nice. And what do you like about Joe it? Leone's. Tell me what's so great about it. Oh my gosh, it's just you know you go to the store and it you pick up and it's still warm. They're making it round the clock. You know what? That, that's the thing, the temperature and the texture. You can tell, like when yes. they brought this mozzarella in tonight, from cutting into it, you could tell. 
You know, because it's not like butter. There's a, there's a little bit of a texture to it, and like a like a like a buoyancy that just gives it the right. Fl- it like melts in your mouth. It just melts in your mouth. Yes, yes. Now, and you know, I've I've watched Joe Leone make his mozzarella, uh-huh. and he says the braid is the best. Mm-hmm. That's what I got here. Less water in it. The, the ball has a lot more water. Oh, really? Um, but yes, yes. So if you ever cut into a bowl of mozzarella, you see a lot of water, a lot of milk mm-hmm. come out. Whereas with the braid, less water comes out. Now, if I gave you a fresh, warm piece of mozzarella, what would you do with it? So I personally would put roasted peppers on it. Right. A, a little bit of broccoli rob. Oh, okay. Roast, you know, with garlic. Right. Fresh mozzarella bread. Little olive oil, and maybe just a little tiny drizzle of old balsamic, uh-huh. and that'll be it. I like, you know what the the semolina bread is like. That I love. I would eat it straight with the semolina bread, and you know yeah, it, it's yeah. just such a great because there's a sweetness to the bread and the savoriness of the mutz. And you throw a little, put a little uh, prosciutto in there, that just adds to it. Like with the roasted pepper, yes, it's, yes. it's the perfect complement. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Chef and prosciutto. But if you if you know if you're not a meat eater, then absolutely you know just the roasted peppers and a little broccoli rub. I know a lot of people don't like broccoli rub because it's you know. Oh, better, I love it. I love it. Just put a tiny bit of it. Uh huh. Just amazing. I did when I make the broccoli rub, I cut the stems off and I use I just use the I don't use the stems. I cut the I cook the stems separately mm-hmm. and oh it, it, it just gives it a nice softness. Anya, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Are you hungry? Jersey Radio. You guys put on a fabulous show, let me tell you. New Jersey 101.5. We get it almost every night. Dancing in the moots light. I don't know, man. What a night. We go, we go, I want to do the serious topic, right? I'm talking about, you know, I get Declan O'Scanlan on, the senator, talking about how the bill that would give the cops the freedom to uh, bust the kids who were getting high, smoking weed. We get like three calls. Uh, give me a slogan for New Jersey. That blows up the phones. Uh, we start talking about mozzarella. That blows up the phones. It's been that kind of a night. Uh, the kind of night that you take a nice slice of warm mozzarella and you melt it in your mouth. And if I gave you that piece of mozzarella, what would you do with it? We had uh, Massimo's from Kenilworth, an incredible, uh, incredible Italian deli that makes one hell of a mozzarella. That would be it. That would be the slogan. Massimo's, one hell of a mozzarella. Uh, but if I gave you a slice of mozzarella, what would you do with it? 1-800-283-101.5. Peter's in Lawrence on New Jersey 101.5. Hello, Peter. Hello, Steve. I found an apartment. You did? All right. I was worried. Arkansas. You found an apartment in Arkansas. When my brother was stationed during Vietnam. He lives down there. Your brother was stationed in Vietnam and ended up in Arkansas? Yeah, he was stationed in Arkansas during the Vietnam War. Oh, he was stationed in Arkansas during the Vietnam War. Correct. Did he see any action in Arkansas? Uh, He was in G2, so he's classified. I don't know. Oh, okay. All right, need to know basis, and now we need to know yeah. that you're going to move to Arkansas, <laughs> home of Bill Clinton. 
true. Oh, he's in New in York. The Southern Bells. There you go, right? Maybe you can hook up with Jennifer Flowers. <laughs> Maybe she's available. Her I don't, know. I don't know. What's her name? I don't know. I say to myself, you know, I, you know, it's like if you could have anybody in the world. <laughs> if I could have anyone in the in? world, good. Heather Locklear. Heather Locklear. Heather Thomas. Heather Thomas. All right, you're a Heather person. Yeah, they were my favorites during the eighties. Okay. Who's your favorite uh, now? My father's uh, favorite recipe with right. mozzarella. Right. Baby arugula right. on the bottom. Okay. Sliced Jersey tomato. Right. Sliced shredded red onion. Okay. Thin or thick? Mozzarella sliced on top. Basil. Right. Olive oil. Okay. Touch of balsamic vinegar. You like the? I don't like the balsamic vinegar. I want balsamic it. Balsamic is not splashed; it is drizzled. You know how they drizzle balsamic? What do it you just mean? gives it the color. But then, what? Where's, where's the taste? It gives it a good taste. Balsamic. Balsamic is good with anything. Especially with olive oil, with it, with it, with the mozzarella, gives it real flavor. To me. So now you got to have it like hot. You can have it hot. You can have you can roast your tomatoes. Okay. You can roast your onions. You can put the hot on uh, mozzarella on top. Right. And then drizzle. The drizzle. Balsamic. See, again, I just, I, I, I've had the, balsamic is like a sweet, I'm not a vinegar guy to begin with. Balsam, balsamic uh, we, is like a sweet vinegar. I get that. In our restaurant, everyone was more salad than soup. You could make any kind of soup, a cream soup, a New England clam chowder, a Manhattan clam chowder. Mm. But when they would have their veal, chicken, fish. They always wanted a salad either before right. or Italian-style after. Now, are you going to do, uh, when you're going to go to Arkansas, are you going to do a restaurant? There are restaurants in Hot Springs. Hot Springs is the main um, drag. Good uh, Italian restaurants? Like? Oh, there was a guy from Brooklyn down in uh, Hot Springs. Really? 2003. Oh, how about that? How about that? A lot of people from New York. Right and north, right. They go down south, Arkansas. Yeah, but they can't. They can't get the water with them. You know that's the problem. No, but the thing is, is that the prices are different. I I am paying less than a thousand dollars a month on rent. Really? How big is your apartment? One bedroom. That's one bath. Yeah. To begin. A bathroom. And when bathroom. we settle the estate, I buy a house somewhere. Okay, but at least you got a place to live. I might come back, I might not. I don't know. Oh, you know what? It's up in the air right now. We have the app, Peter. So no matter where you go, you'll always be connected. I'll be able to listen. There you go. I'll be calling. That's all right, but you'll be be able to listen. That's what's important. I won't be alone. (laughs) Exactly. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. If I gave you a piece of fresh mozzarella, I just put it on Facebook, too. Let's see what else we get here. Uh, Let's see. Uh, 
How would you eat it? Slow. Yeah, I would do the same thing. I, I can eat for me, raw. I mean, not raw, but alone. Just alone to savor it, to enjoy it. Uh, let's see. Mike with marinara baked. So warm, fresh mozzarella. You're going to bake it in the oven with marinara. Uh, Susie, shove it in my face and inhale it. <laughs> That's my Susie. That's my captain. Uh, D, D wants to do it with bruschetta. Like fresh, fresh mozzarella on bruschetta. That's interesting. And uh, let's see, Frank, I would eat it with a thin slice of prosciutto di palma, roll it up with the mozzarella, but only the mozz from Massimo Italian Deli. Like it, I look at this, right? This is uh, Frank Altomara. He knows. He knows this guy. Uh, he must have been listening. Uh, I just pop it in my mouth. Thank you. That's the way I am as well. On top of a beefsteak tomato slice. That's the thing. Like when you go to the different... Um, you know, when you go to, like, the, the the appetizer dishes, like, my wife will do this when we have people over, where you'll take the slice of mozzarella and you put the tomato in a slice of mozzarella and you put the tomato and you do that. And then at the end of the night, all the tomatoes are still in the dish, but the, slice, but the mozzarella has disappeared. 1-800-283-101.5. There's just something about the mozzarella. And we talked earlier about, like, you know, the great Jersey slogans, right? How about New Jersey? We got your mozzarella right here. Because there's something about, you know, anywhere else, it's not as good as Jersey-made mozzarella. 1-800-283-101.5. Headlines and travel lines coming up at 1030. You go to nj1015.com. Check out my article with Henry Winkle. Check out my conversation. Uh, he was great last night. He's going to be at the Philadelphia Fan Fest this weekend at the Pennsylvania Convention Center. Along with Michael J. Fox and Christopher Lloyd. And uh, I, I watch Taxi every night, Jim Ignatowski. I mean, I know he's Doc Brown. For me, Jim Ignatowski. But um, it's going to be Sean Astin's going to be there, Vincent D'Onofrio from Law and Order, Criminal Intent. So uh, do check it out. And uh, if you want to give me a, uh, a, a thing to do for family, uh, for family gatherings, if I gave you that piece of fresh mozzarella, how would you eat it? One eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. I'm Steve Trevelis. This Father's Day, New Jersey one zero one point five is giving Dad some meat and some heat, and I'm going to tell you all about it coming up after fast traffic. Oh one point five. This Father's Day, New Jersey one zero one point five is giving Dad some meat and some heat. Starting Monday, listen for our Father's Day meat and heat code word at nine a.m., two p.m., and five p.m. You can instantly win some meat, a free $100 Wegmans gift card. You'll also qualify to win some heat, our grand prize of $900 Weber Grill from Parks Casino. There's three chances to win every weekday. Thanks to our sponsors, Wegmans and Parks Casino, with the closest live table games. Exit 6 off the New Jersey Turnpike must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Good luck and happy Father's Day from New Jersey 101.5. Steve Trevelis. So, um... Go to nj1015.com. Check out the um, post I wrote on uh, Massimo's Italian Deli and their incredible mozzarella, which won Mutz Madness 2 for the second year in a row. 100 places entered. They beat everybody. Uh, also, I'm doing a fundraiser in Glassboro for Ronald McDonald House. Uh, 
uh, Sue Fadden was, um, was on earlier in the week uh, talking about all the great work that they do. That's going to be at the Landmark Americana in Glassboro. And uh, we got the best day trips in New Jersey for you to check out as well. The Henry Winkler interview is up there. And, my God, he was so good. He's going to be, like I said, at the uh, Philly Fan Fest this weekend. We're talking about mozzarella and uh, how would you do it. Dar would melt it on a bagel with tomatoes and cucumbers. Uh, Trisha, a family member, makes it for gatherings. I eat it all in one bite. Uh, D, vicariously through someone who likes mozzarella. How the hell can you not like mozzarella? I mean, there's nothing in mozzarella that's dislikable, right? As far as I know. How would you eat it? Quickly. Tony Apria, quickly. Okay. Uh, so some of the stuff that I uh, saw in the news today, before we get to the headlines and trev lines, uh, according uh, according to this thing, did you see this? Come on in. Uh, <clears throat> almost 70% of New Jerseyans cheat on their partner at bachelor or bachelorette parties. That just seems, uh, that doesn't seem right to me. Does that seem right to you, Ryan Bissell? Now, you said that's just New Jersey or that's across the U.S.? No, it says almost 70% of New Jerseyans cheat on their partner or at bachelorette or bachelor parties. So when I first heard that, I was like, there's no way. And I was also a little disappointed in the state of New Jersey. Um, but I, I think, you know, it really depends on what you consider cheating. Because no, I, I mean cheating is cheating. Well, you know? I, I know doing that. a nasty. Well, I do it. Well, well, not exactly because some people consider like, you know, kissing to be cheating. So like, if you're pl- so like, you know, someone might you know have had you know uh, well, they D and D Dominski and Doyle did a, a topic on it one time. Um, like weird things that happened at bachelor or bachelorette party. Um, and uh, someone and they had talked about like if a stripper was like a, a deal breaker. Because that's like a common thing to have at um, a, uh, a a bachelor party, and so would you consider having that stripper there dancing on you know no. your significant other cheating? Some people might consider that my significant other what they might <laughs> no. they might consider that cheating if the no no, no 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 come on cheating is cheating oh. cheating is uh, you are having a you are having an encounter. All right. In that case, it's I'm not very cheating like where you're sitting there and, oh, my God, I had no idea what was happening. No, no, you're involved. Uh, but here's my thing about this, because I don't buy it because the dumbest thing you could possibly do. Well, you got two things going on. Number okay. one, um, if you're going to get married and you're not really 100 percent invested in the idea, you start thinking to yourself, is it going to be my last chance? After tomorrow, I can never do this again. This is all I'm going to have. And the angel pops up on one side. This is all. No, no, no. You must not do this. On the other side, this is all you're going to have. So that could lead. To, and you're drunk. Yeah. And all your friends, ah, oh, come on, go for it. I could see that. But on the other hand, if you are going to do it, the worst possible place you could do it is in front of a room full of people <laughs> who now have something on you. In the age of cell phones. <laughs> Are you kidding? And they're all attending your wedding. And they're all attending. And they're all attending. Not only that, they're all attending your wedding, and some of them are from the you know the other side of the family, or the bride side or the groom side of the family. Absolutely. So how I, I can't buy seventy percent of New Jersey being that stupid. 
that they would cheat at a bachelor party. Yeah, and not just that, but like if the night before, you know, you're supposed to get married to who I should hope is the love of your life or whatever, if you're willing to get married to this person, if, you know, that's such a stressful thought that you're like, man, I need to get this out of my system. Like, that well, that's should also the thing. be another I mean, you're, you're sitting there saying to yourself, I, mean, I, mean, I didn't say those marriages end in success. I'm just <laughs> saying that, you know, if you're sitting there going, this is going to be the last, it's the last song I'll ever write. You know, I got to one more, I got to one more. Right? Just just, just because it's that thing where, you know, somebody tells you you can't have chocolate. What do you want more than anything else? Yeah, so, chocolate. But again, but I'm, and I'm not debating whether or not you would or wouldn't. What I'm debating is if you were going to have chocolate, would you have it? <laughs> would you have it in front of a room full of people who would all know what you're doing? I would not have it in that room, and I also wouldn't have it uh, moments before I'm about well, to have you, the gastric bypass surgery. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you wouldn't have it at all. But but that's that's the thing that gets me about this. When they say so 70% of New Jerseyans cheat on their partner. First of all, knowing this, how would you ever consent to having your partner at a bachelor party? <laughs> Honey, they do my bachelor party. The hell they are. <laughs> right? Yeah. 70, 70%. Is that higher or lower than uh, the government? Yeah, rating? let's get the, uh, yeah. <laughs> the Murphy's approval rating was 47%. Uh, much less than those who cheat on their uh, spouses at bachelor bachelorette parties. So, I don't buy this. I, I don't know where they got this from. Sergio put this up on the, uh, on the, on the thing today. Uh, you know, on the, uh, you know, the sheet that we look at. I, I trust uh, that that Sergio knows what he's talking about. So oh, Sergio didn't research it. Sergio just found it and threw it on the sheet. <laughs> you know, we're not exactly foreign correspondent here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. But like 70% and, you know, do you think New Jersey, you think that's a high rating in terms of the U.S.? Or do you think it's a low rating? Because I think You that, mean for the whole country? Yeah, because I, I could see some states being a little bit conspicuous or not whatever that word would be. Like what? California? California, New York, you know, places where there's like a lot of people packed in to, you know, with well, one. Well, Jersey's pretty dense. Well, yeah, but we have we have spots that you know, like we're concentrated in some spots and spread out in others. Right. Did you see this, Chad? Uh, on Sergio's sheet this morning, mm-hmm. almost seventy percent of New Jerseyans cheat on their partner at bachelor or bachelorette parties. Wow, that's a high number. Seventy percent. I don't believe it. No, that that seems way too high. I don't. I I don't believe because first of all, if that were the case, no one would be allowed to have bachelor right. bachelorette. Parties. No one would be going, and that would that would mean that like you know seventy percent of my bachelor party, the guys there were doing that. That wasn't happening. I don't think but, that's the case. But and that's the other thing. I mean, like if you, I'm just saying, like if you were going to do it, let's say you were going to give in to temptation. Mm-hmm. You're saying, all right, this is you know before, but before. I go into this, enter into this union. I want to have one more shot. Yeah. Would you do it in front of a room full of your friends and future relatives? No. No. This is, I don't buy this. I don't know where this stat came from. People are really honest about, I mean, if that number is true, that, I, I just, that's, that's, that's a, blows me away that that number is that high. That's a room full of people who could blackmail you for the rest of your life. <laughs> yeah. Right? That's a yeah. room full of people all armed with cell phones. Yes. Yes. Ready to capture it. No mm-hmm. matter how drunk you were, mm-hmm. you, you're, the, you know that thing they say when you're drunk and you get bad news, you suddenly sober up? Uh, yeah. Seeing yeah. a cell phone would instantly sober you up. Oh, my gosh. It's yeah. 1030. 
Now the lead is good. <laughs> I'm going to atone for the most I know. Hi, Ryan Bissell. What's the best thing that happened to you today? Um, best thing that happened to me today. Um, coffee spilled in my room, and I was able to clean up all of it. That's good. That's yeah, good. I got off the phone with you, and then I spilled my coffee. And the room still smells like a Starbucks. No, no, no. Not not even like Starbucks. It smells like dark roast Keurig. Dark so it's roast. Like, oh. It's almost like a burnt coffee smell. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be smelling good. that for weeks. See, like, that marijuana smells like skunk now. Oh, my gosh. It's so it bad. used to smell different. Now it's just like, is there a skunk? Oh, somebody's getting high. I got it. <laughs> Welcome to New Jersey. My friend who lives in uh, New York City said that prior to marijuana being legalized, uh, the city used to smell a little bit like weed. And now the whole of New York City smells like marijuana. Between weed and excrement, then you can't tell the difference. Oh, man. Hold on. Well, I've got news for you. Excellent news. Now it's time for I want to take a nap. I read the news. There's Steve comments on the headlines of New Jersey. Brace yourself, folks. For mind-blowing news. As only Steve can. What the hell's going on out here? Mind-blowing news. All right, so there is a takeout joint that is actually a giant catfishing scam, and it's totally legal. They sell catfish? No, they're not selling catfish. Uh, well, may, they might, actually. Have um, you ever had catfish? I have not had catfish. Oh, catfish is great. Is that, that's a freshwater well, fish, right? Yeah. They bred it. Oh, I'll tell you something. Just to get off topic. Uh-huh. There was a bar in Maniunk. Um, Ed Shockey was a DJ in Philadelphia. Yeah. And I forget why I bring him up, but we were all at this bar in Maniunk. Oh, he would bring his kid. He would bring little Monica, and they would put the take the food on. <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, um, there was this bar in Maniunk, and whenever we would have number one ratings, which was all the time, because of Howard, <laughs> uh, we would have parties. And they would throw ratings parties. And this bar, they would have the catfish trays going around the place. And it was the most delicious, it was breaded catfish. And it tasted incredible. But the reason I bring up this bar is it was made in the 1600s. And the bar was made of like a copper, like a steel kind of deal. And the bar had, like at the bottom of the bar was a gutter. And the gutter ran outside okay and the idea of the bar was that back in the 1600s guys didn't want to leave the bar so they could just rather than go to the men's room oh they could go right there and oh okay i'm just telling you was it still in active use no no, no, no. It was oh, okay. active use. <laughs> Even at bachelor parties, they did not do that. Speaking of catfish, uh, one weird little fact I, 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 I remember off the top of my head. Remember that show River Monsters, the one where, or, or maybe it wasn't River Monsters, the one where the guy would try and catch all, like, the, the catfish and things with his arm? It was on one of those Animal Planet shows. I think it was on CMT. But you remember that show? Yeah. I know. So, I know. It could Billy Gardell. You know who Billy Gardell is? Mike and Molly. I don't think and so. And he does Bob Hart's Abby Shola. Yeah. He played Colonel Tom in Sun Records. And he comes in here. He was doing a stress factory. So he comes on with Spadia in the morning. And I tell Spadia, I love Sun Records. And he canceled it. Can you ask Billy Gardell why they canceled it? And <laughs> Billy says, yeah, well, it was a really good show and it did really well. And the thing was that, you know, it cost a lot of money to produce. It was a lot cheaper to get the guy who put his arm in the water <laughs> and caught the catfish. <laughs> That's what they replaced this with. So, so the name of the show was Hillbilly. I think it was Hillbilly Handfishing or something like Hillbilly that. Hillbilly Handfishing. Okay. Um, maybe it was. It was one of those shows. 
Anyway, the person who was running the show caught literally all of the things that were the subject of the show. So it came to a logical conclusion. And one of the things that he was searching for was catfish. So that's really? why I remembered that. Okay. Yeah. Um, but anyway, back to the story. Yeah, meanwhile, there was catfishing going on. <laughs> Where is this? At a um, Jersey restaurant? So uh, it's actually right in uh, New York City. Uh, so close. Um, it's uh, the Gourmet Deli at 90th Street and 1st Avenue. Um, and they serve it, catfish? They do not. Oh. Um, then why are we talking about it? I don't know why. Okay. <laughs> because you said catfishing scam. They didn't even bring food in here. Um, so uh, the deli has 27 different names across Uber Eats, Postmates, Grubhub, Seamless, I don't know what that is, and DoorDash. Okay. So uh, I'll list off a few of the, the hits here. It's uh, labeled as also First Avenue Gourmet Deli, uh, the Pancake Snob, Wraps on Tap, Insomnia Buffalo Wings, Panini Fantasy, Lou Bella Italian Desserts, Seth Sandwiches, LV Taco Bar, and Queen's Is it all the same place? All the same place, just under a different name on uh, these different Why uh, do food they apps. do that? So they do that um, because it gets the it, it they show up as just like a different restaurant on the thing. So someone will go on saying, "Oh man, I want some wings." So they go online, and this store that this that just happens to you know make oh. a little bit of everything is like, "Hey, we're yeah, we're the wing, we're the wing place." Oh, I like that. Yeah, and, and what do you got? Do you have to pay extra like each time you register a name or something like that? I have or no just idea. Give them any name and they'll take it. I have no idea, but they each have that's a very good. That's 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 resourceful. Yeah. But the prices uh, are all, uh, they can differ between the different menus, which is the crazy part. So you might go on one menu, it's the same place, but they'll charge you for a different thing because that's not what the specialty, quote unquote, of that one so restaurant is. So the wing is. restaurant will be more expensive than the, than the fish restaurant, even though it's the same wing from the same place. Exactly. But okay. they just are in different name. So yeah, it's pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, a new study reveals New Jersey's favorite fruit or vegetable, um, and it's not what one would think based the off blueberry? of... blueberry? It's not. Not the blueberry. It's not the not cranberry? The it's not the cranberry either. The banana? It's not the banana. The, wow. The grapefruit? Grapefruit. Okay. Our, the passion fruit, considering what's going on at bachelor parties? It's right in front of you. It's, one, it's, the, it's the big one. The tomato? It's the big one. The watermelon? The apple. The apple? Yeah. The apple's the number one fruit in New Jersey, at least based off of uh, monthly really? internet searches, uh, at 171,000, followed by mangoes with 30,000, a very big drop. There's mangoes in Jersey? Uh, well, the most popular fruit consumed does not necessarily have to... Oh, you don't have to grow it here. You don't necessarily have to grow it here. So you know. apples are, are the number one consumed fruit? Uh, consumed, but or, or if nothing else, monthly searched uh, thing on the internet. Why would somebody got to go on the internet for an apple? Maybe for recipes for apples. Maybe apple is what they're going to, you know, maybe like they're going to get a Mac or something and that's where they go apples. <laughs> maybe. I mean, it's apples. Mozzarella is going to be the new most popular cheese. Everyone's going to be looking different. up how to get a mozzarella. They thing. go to Moscow. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So it was apples, uh, then mangoes, then then bananas. So the bananas were still on the list. Um, I personally have mixed feelings about apples uh, when it comes you to... You have mixed feelings about I have no feelings about apples. Well, no. Because, what do you have mixed feelings? Well, because sometimes you get them and they they taste exactly as advertised. And other times you see it and they're like, it's a sweet apple with a deep crunch. And you oh, bite they're into different it ones. And it tastes, they, I don't know, they all taste the same sometimes. No, the, you see, you got to, there, there are, there's Macintosh apples, there's red apples, there's grandma, granny Smith apples. Yeah, there are different tastes. You got to know which ones to get. No, I know, I know. I, I look at all the different ones and I taste them. I don't know, maybe it's what they put on the outside the of the apple. It tastes the same to me. I, I don't know. Show. I'll show you the difference. 
I'll show you. We got to take a break. Four minutes on New Jersey 101.5. Steve Trevelis. 1-800-283-101.5 is the number. And uh, we are doing the headlines and the treb lines. By the way, go to nj1015.com and check out the uh, Massimo story. Two brothers who come from Italy. And uh, by way of Hoboken and Union City, they find themselves in Kenilworth making mozzarella so good that it won Mutz Madness too. Henry Winkler interview is up there. The best day trips in New Jersey are up there. What else we got up there? Um, all sorts of stuff. I think uh, the PNC Bank Arts Center. The PNC last Bank week. Arts Center, right? Um, the buffets. Oh, the buffets. Uh, things to do in uh, Central and South Jersey. If you if you scroll through. Mm-hmm. There you go. Uh, what else is going on? Uh, Porsche is releasing two new electric bikes, which I think is a, a weird concept. Electric bike? Yes, electric bike. Like bikes. a motorcycle? No. So this is a new thing now. It's a, it's a bicycle. Still got the pedals and the chains and everything and the wheels. And it, do, it doesn't look like a motorcycle, but it's still electrical powered. So uh, so the, you plug in and the bike you ride the but you the pedals turn themselves with your feet in them. So I don't know if the pedals necessarily turn themselves, but I think I assume because I don't I've never owned one. Uh, it's an assisted sort of riding experience. So you could probably choose to have it, you know, completely power itself, or you could choose to it, to have it assist you while you're riding up things. Um, but the the price tag is what's blowing me away here. It's going to be fourteen thousand two hundred and fifty dollars to get the less expensive Porsche e bike. Other than a pro athlete, who's going to buy this bike? I have no idea. And he won't buy it because he wants to pedal so he can work out. Yeah, and the thing is, the picture shows it in the middle of the woods. but I In the middle of the woods? But yeah, I struggle to see why you would take this luxury piece of equipment out, you know, on all terrain, up and over all things. Like, it's like Can it do that? I assume that's what like it's supposed to be I don't for. Know. It's got the the nice tires on it, um, mm. and everything, and uh, it says that it's got six hundred and thirty watt battery. Um, so that's twelve speeds. Um, don't know what that even supposed to mean. Um, and uh, yeah, it's a uh, carbon fiber, so it won't break. But right. uh, it's uh, and the more expensive one is fifteen thousand three hundred and fifty dollars. It'll be on Facebook Marketplace in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, TikTokers are describing people as colors, but not in the way you think. Um, they are using. How would I think? Um, well, I t- didn't even get a chance to get a thought yet. How would I think? Well, because you know TikTok. Well, because when you when you hear the word describing people as colors, you, people usually get up a little bit up in arms about that. Oh, know? right. Okay. But uh, in this case, they're talking like colors like blue, red, you know, orange, right. things like that. So, uh, what does a green person mean on TikTok? A green person is uh, someone who has similar connections to a purple person, but is not uh, limited to romantic relationships. And a purple person is the <sighs> sweetest, most genuine friend, uh, and you instantly click with them. Who wrote this? I have no idea. A pink person is somebody who is always there for you and you love, trust, and never want to lose, since they are a spend-the-rest-of-your-life-with kind of person. Pink. Yes, and then a blue person is Sad. Uh, no someone who came into your life and has played an important role in doing so as it's when you needed that someone the most. So they would be your blue person. Okay. Uh, there's also a yellow person. It's someone who has saved you, and a red person. I need a yellow person right now. <laughs> <laughs> and the red person is uh, someone you instantly click Somebody with. Somebody buys into this crap. 
Yes, and and there are people who you know will like build their their life on this for like the next like two I'm weeks. I'm having a purple day. I'm having a purple day. You're, you're my purple friend. I need you to be purple right now, and you're being pink. I can Yeah. <laughs> that, that, what else we got? That's too silly. Uh, Facebook and Instagram uh, could have uh, news stories blocked in California if a bill is passed in California. Um, that would uh, cause them to be taxed uh, to help. Uh, essentially, there's a usage fee that they'd be taxed on uh, to help. Facebook? Yeah, Facebook and Instagram would get a, uh, a tax uh, put against them in California. A California Journalism Prevent- uh, Preservation Act, it's called. And uh, that would be to assist uh, community news. So that'd be like to. Why help. couldn't the community just put their news on Facebook? Well, yeah, that's that's probably what Facebook is thinking themselves. Yeah, like, like why? If you're the community, it doesn't cost you anything to put your news on Facebook. Yeah. I did that today. Did nothing. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to do more. Uh, well, I, you know, but the um, yeah, I mean, if it doesn't cost you anything, because I always say to myself, I write mm-hmm. all these stories every day. Why don't I just put them on my own social media? You know, at Real Stre- Steve yeah. Trev or Facebook. So I got to marry that thought to an action. I don't yeah. think of it. Otherwise, I'd do it. I mean, there are guys who put their whole lives on Facebook. And then, hey, I did this. And then, me, I'm like, eh, okay. Uh, I have a life. But yeah. but just the idea that if the newspapers can do it, Facebook is just competition. Why Why are you, Facebook is going to, they're going to sue over this? They have to. I don't, I don't, they just said that they would just remove um, the uh, their news from, from, from California users. Uh, just, I, I assume the the reason would be that it's easier than starting a, a whole judge, legal case. No, because a judge would they'd win that. Uh, Why are you being deprived? It's it's fair marketplace. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, all right. So the news can put it out on a newspaper, and they can put it out online on their own websites. Well, so they would be. But a, the Facebook can't put their news on their on their platform. Why? So in this case, Facebook uh, and Google are being considered not necessarily social media companies, but as tech companies. So the idea so is that they they'd be leveling, levying a tax against a tech company to help support. Uh, community news but why why would that enable them to levy the tax they could levy the tax on facebook now if they want yeah well i i think the it's not about we're going to do this because you have news on your page we're going to do this because we can do it yeah i don't know i i i think that uh they need to honestly look at if the community news is necessarily even worth saving if they're holding out you know in, ho- in the hopes that newspaper is going to make a comeback well they gotta do it because it's a stand against our own freedom we have a fair marketplace. We have a fair market society. Yeah. So the idea that you can, I can write my news and I can put, I can sell you my news on my website, however you want to do it. So Facebook has their own platform. Now, Facebook goes out and says, you know what? We're going to start doing Facebook news. And we're going to hire our own news team and we're going to compete. They could do it. They got the money. Absolutely. So, but let's say they don't, but you know what? We're going to be, you can share your news on our marketplace. Why should play, people be denied that? Well, they're not being so they're not being denied but if that. They're going to be, I mean, but why should they be penalized because they're doing that to be taxed? That's a I don't know. That's a that's good question. what doesn't make sense. Yeah, you're not taxing the are you unless are you taxing the newspapers for doing the same thing? I don't think they would be. I think they'd be receiving um, funding through the through the program as no. a way of supporting the community. Uh, Who's funding? What so the, the taxes taken from those companies would be would go into the community news sources. 
All right, I'm going to have to I'm going to have to do my research on this <laughs> over the weekend because it is getting late. Yeah, and, just a little uh, bit. Yes, and a great job by you this week. And you're going to be here Monday night. I think I will be. We shall do this again then. Have a good weekend. You too. This has been the Steve Travely Show on demand. Check out the latest from Steve on our free app or nj1015.com. New Jersey 101.